everybody. Welcome to Post Credits, our Saturday night live show, or at least traditionally nope, can't we call do. it that. We get sued. Our Saturday night. Oh shit! Saturday, <laughs> our Saturday evening. Um, our Matt TV podcast. Um, <laughs> <Our> active talkie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, here's the here's the live show, guys. Wow! Ah, hooray! How's it going out there? Um, I mean, counting on your political views, I guess it's either doing great or bad. Yeah, yeah, it's either really awful or, uh, you know, pretty great. <laughs> it's either this is terrible or this is slightly less terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring my mic down here a little bit. You guys keep talking about yourself. I just got to adjust this real quick. I mean, you're asking two people who normally don't talk about themselves to talk about themselves. That's asking quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I would think so, at least. You know how to say- talk, Robbie. <laughs> I know how to talk, just not about myself. I talk about literally everything else but that. Mm-hmm. Which is what I'm doing right now. If you, Some would call it deflecting. That's a great sound. Definition of deflecting. <laughs> I love the sound. If you it's like the sound, sound, please subscribe. <laughs> I don't think you do that. All right, we're back. You can subscribe to podcasts for sure. Yeah. I'm subscribed to a bunch of podcasts. I'm subscribed to just this one. Prove it. <laughs> well, at least we have one loyal person. <laughs> Wait, prove that I'm subscribed to other podcasts? <laughs> Sam? I don't think Sam is here, is she? He says right there. Yeah, Where? Sam just entered. Right there. Hey, Sam did just enter. Hey! Oh! Hey, it doesn't let us look at all the things anymore. Hey, hey. What? Yeah, we We can't. just get to see engagement? We don't get to see, like... Who's actually in the chat? Oh! I hope, I hope we can still block people. If they don't let you, that's stupid. Oh, yeah, blocked yeah. users. At, okay, great. Yeah. yeah, that's still there. Cool, cool, cool. All right. All right. Say in chat if you want to be blocked for us to test. Yeah, say in chat just so we can block you. Figure it out real quick. (laughs) Who volunteers as tribute? Has there been an update? Uh, Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, apparently there was an update. They're actually doing a lot of updates to Podbean because they they got approved for like some sort of radio thing. So they're taking this almost like a radio station. Did they do a thing where you can actually use it on a browser to call in? Uh, I think that's still no. I think that's still a no, 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 no. So yeah, if you're a professional radio broadcasting station, you want to be on Podbean, you got to go through your phone. Apparently, yeah. Well, you well the host can be on a desktop, but everybody else has to call in on their phone. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, longtime listener, first time caller." Uh... <laughs> Every tip buddy who joins, I want them to say that actually. No. Now. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not the first time. Yeah, even if it's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to Saturday's show where we talk about things we've been watching, listening, playing, and maybe even perhaps reading. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you you've read the byline. I read the Bible, yeah. <laughs> oh, bad book. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know it's Saturday night in a live show because I have alcohol, he has too much soda, and Robbie's drinking coffee. Too much yep. soda known as one can right now. Oh, oh yeah. Plus the two liter. Yeah, that's not. Much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blast your kidneys in ten years. They'll probably be full of piss. I don't think that's what. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, you're gonna be joining uh the Kali chatty part, whatever that's called. Um, the thingy to thing. That yeah. Just- Sure. Thing that says guest and call ins on the side. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. That'd be great. Quick turn it off before she can. Oh no. 
Um, so I, uh, we, we uh, took a week off because we decided to have like a Halloween party. And it was a whole thing. I was going to try to have a live show that night still, but I got way too tired. I mean, there's a lot that happened that night. Yeah. Someone got murdered. It's true. There was a murder party. <laughs> um, Spicoli entered the chat. Yeah, over that Sam day. is trying to call. Sam, connect. Ad, ad. Hey, long time caller, first time listener. <laughs> I'll be right around. Nope. Fine, that's perfect. Hey, hi, Sam. What's up? What up? What's happening? Um, so, uh, Robbie. Yo. What? Have you been watching? You've been watching things? You've been listening to things? More YouTube? Things. Yeah, more YouTube stuff. Um, <laughs> once again, uh, I think I'm like on episode four or five of uh, Lovecraft Country. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I think, actually, I think it's either four or five, actually. Yeah, let me double yeah. check that. That's that's the stopping point. When you watch the show, you have to take a break at that point. Kind of. A lot but, has happened in the last episode. Yeah, a lot happens in all the episodes. Like Each episode is almost enough to be like its own little thing. Yeah, but I stopped at episode four. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but um, there's that. Uh, like I said on the podcast you did earlier, uh, I beat set, or the first Silent Hill again. And either this time around, I just explored a lot more and found out a lot more about the storyline for the first game. Or I just forgot about a lot of things that happened in it. And I'm not sure which one it was. How does it hold up? I think it holds up well, but I'm used to tank controls in games. Like, it's definitely not the same as, like, you know, playing uh, a AAA game now, but it's still fun. Like, I still had a, um, an enjoyable time while playing it, but I also do enjoy some older games and some indie-style games, too. I was, um, it's always been curious to me that they just were like, yeah, tank controls. That's well, definitely what we need. So the thing about games. that, though, is, like, this was still early days of 3D gaming. No, that's what I mean. Like, that... That was the big experiment was to use tank controls with yeah. most 3D games. I mean, how else are you supposed to like, you know, get through an environment? Move? Yeah, with like tank controls. <laughs> in a 3D space. Like... In a 3D space when, you, or when you're on a, like a 400 <laughs> megahertz processor. Yeah, see? You yeah. know how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. Um, one thing that I did want to talk about that I listened to, and I guess because um, apparently me and E got dry into listening to the down the rabbit hole yeah down the rabbit hole uh kind of podcast ish ish thing it's i wouldn't like call them podcasts nah, i definitely. call them documentaries yeah documentary yeah. slash like essay style thing yeah i was gonna say it is kind of video essay but it is very much something like you don't have to be looking at it because it's mostly just like a bunch of pictures while he describes what happened during these our different events but one that he did was on a man named henry dogger and mm -hmm. i went and did a little bit more research on him and found out that there's a documentary on him because he's a dog no uh oh yeah, if he was the first dog man to go to space. That would be a good documentary. Actually, they should <laughs> the do Sputnik. a documentary about the first dog that went to outer space. That'd be cool. Yeah, the Sputnik uh, documentary. I don't think it was Sputnik. I think it was. Yeah, Sputnik was the first potato that went to outer space. <laughs> you both just did the Boo! same exact mannerism and looked at me Boo! so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It was like I think it was Sputnik. Laika or something was her name. You can Google it. it. I'm yeah. holding coffee right now. Go, yeah, go ahead. Um, continue. Anyways, um, does I think he knows who Henry Dogger is. I watched that okay. episode. Uh, so has Dry seen that episode? 
No, 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 no. Okay. No. Uh, Henry Dogger was this man who he was born in 1892, if I remember correctly, and he died in like 1973. And um, he was a janitor in Chicago, uh, worked at a hospital and uh, did the janitorial work there and like didn't really talk to a whole lot of people, just kind of, you know, was very much a loner. Uh, he never married. He never had kids. Uh, didn't really make a, a, like really any friends. Um, he just kind of did his job and would go to his apartment and then wake up and do the same thing the next day and go to church every single Sunday. And then turned out he was an X-Man. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, what happened is uh, whenever he, you know, during the last weeks of his life, whenever like he couldn't take care of himself and he had to go to a nursing home to like live out his last days and everything. Uh, his landlords actually, which his landlords seemed like they were pretty good people. Like they actually paid for his, uh, or well, whenever they found out that it was going to be harder for him to afford rent, they actually lowered his rent as a Christmas present to him so he could afford to live there. It's a pretty good present. Yeah. And then they also. I would take that present every yeah. fucking year. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can definitely. live. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he wasn't a very rich man being a janitor pretty much most right. of his life. Uh, but they also paid for his, uh, you know, nursing home fees for like the last couple weeks that he was alive and that, uh, you know, being taken care of and everything. But when they actually went to go empty out his apartment and clean it out and everything, they found tons and tons of documents in there. Like they found something like 20 or 30,000 pages for like, one of them was literally just him arguing with the weatherman. Like he would like take what the weatherman's prediction was for the weather that day. And then what the weather actually was and why you should never trust the weatherman. And then, what? yeah, and then he like, had this a, his passion. Well, there's that. Like, that's one of them. I'm going for like, the least entertaining to like the most entertaining, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. He also had um, some journals. Uh, he was writing his own autobiography. And then he had one story that was 15,000 pages long. And it was just like one comprehensive story. Uh, the short title of it was called The Realms of the Unreal. And it had to deal with uh, this, basically this war that he made, or that he made up between these child slaves and this uh, opposing force on them. And like I said, basically spent his entire life just writing that story. Okay. And nobody knew about it. And he uh, are also there was up there was like close to three hundred original water paintings that he did for that story. Some of them were on canvases that were ten feet long and painted on both sides. Was this like a life? thing for him yeah doing his whole life this was his magnum opus essentially yeah he spent pretty much his entire adult life doing that huh and the only reason why he uh, the only reason why it's fifteen thousand pages long and not longer than that is because (laughs) oh yeah uh, it's because his eyesight started to go bad actually i think some of the pages are lost though unfortunately i think maybe i'm not sure i know that uh it's one of those things like it's technically not published from what i can find online there should be a pdf of it somewhere but like, yeah, like his paintings actually go for quite a bit of money these days. And, uh, and like all those paintings had to do with that one story that was 15,000 pages long to give you an idea of how long this book was. I decided to Google like some of the longest running series. The only one that actually reaches 15,000 pages is considered to be one of the longest, uh, book series in the world too, is by Terry Pratchett, the Discworld books that he did, which was 45 books. Um, why wouldn't he at some point just publish something he's not he doesn't have money yeah he had no money like literally all the money that he had uh are all the leftover money like if um it didn't go to like buying himself a radio or buying himself new clothes it went to like buying food and buying paper so he could type out the story yes people also didn't view him highly they thought he was kind of like yeah because well yeah because like he didn't talk to anybody so he's just like oh yeah that weirdo that kind of lives up in the thing and like just doesn't talk to anybody 
yeah. has ten foot paintings on both sides. Well, they didn't even know yeah, that. Like, didn't know that. Uh, some oh. of those, a lot of those paintings were actually done on butcher paper oh, because wow. he couldn't afford actual canvas. So, did have you read any of it? I'd like to, but I haven't read any of the actual story. I'd like what I know of the story was based off of the down the rabbit hole that they did of him and the documentary that I did. Cause uh, it was actually a PBS documentary too, that they did. Oh, so wow. it's something that you can find on YouTube now, but uh, at the time, like it was only just like a PBS documentary. And so not a lot of people know about him still, but even less during his time knew about him because he was just that weird guy that lived in the apartment complex that t- didn't talk to anyone. That I would. Hmm. like Like it's i'm i'm interested to like is it actually good or is it just like oh yeah this is obviously a crazy man rambling a little Uh, bit of both actually like so a big thing about it is like again he's like very devout christian okay and how he felt often was reflected in his work like how the war was going essentially because if i remember correctly there was like this really important photo for him that he loved and used as a reference and when he lost it he like completely turned over like the war was being lost by the main characters oh really yeah uh, he was so mad because he thought like god was like was punishing him yeah oh, jesus christ so he's like in his mind Literally. this is how he had to get back at god like you are losing the war now because like it's a christian huh. yeah so like the child slaves that are fighting against the uh glandolinians is what he calls them in the books uh but uh the glandolinians are like antichrists and uh uh, the Vivian children are the, the Vivian girls, the child slaves are considered to be the good guys and like the Christians in it. Uh, it huh. It's interesting. Like he kept very detailed notes about all of it too. And uh, like uh, every single time there was a battle that was fought in the war, he would keep count of how many people in the book died in that battle and how much it cost each side to uh, fight that battle and everything. <laughs> like he kept he, like, <laughs> Yeah, he, he kept, like, war stats? Yeah, he <laughs> kept war stats for it. He kept uh, who was still alive, who died in or all those battles. Hey, right. uh, he had names for everybody for it. Like, it was a crazy documented thing. Like, this was basically his life's work that he did for this. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. It's insane, but it's fascinating. It's sad and fascinating for me <laughs> to listen to it. Well, because, like, for me, one of the saddest things that they said in the documentary for it is his landlord, uh, you know, whenever he was at the hospital and they were clearing it out, his landlord walked up to him and said like, Hey, I saw some of your paintings uh, that you had up there. And I just want to let you know that they're beautiful. And he looked at him like shocked and he's really, he's like, yeah, really like they're very vivid and they're very colorful and it's beautiful to see them. And he just had this moment of reflection and he just kind of looked sad afterwards. and said, like, well, I guess it's too late now. And then ended up dying like a week later. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's not <laughs> this a. This is the good not story. happy at all. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> it's, a it's li- real life story. It's yeah, something it, that happened. Yeah, this is a real man who actually lived. Uh, I just I wanted at the end to be like, and uh, somebody got a hold of all the work and they put it out there and it's all in a museum now. I mean, it is all in a museum. Yeah. Like that's the reason why anyone knows who he is now. But like, some people find his work like it counts on who you ask too. Because even in the documentary, they ask people and like. Not only could not everybody get his name right because they all said his last name differently. Yeah, it's uh, spelled like D A N G E R. It's D A U R. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's D A U G E R or something. J like that. is silent. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's like his name's Dogger. It's like I think he said a Doggett or stuff like that. <laughs> and some or someone says Doge or something like that. Like it huh, was like a whole yeah. bunch of different things. Henry but, Doge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, much book. book. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like honestly, I would love to read that book though if I could find a copy of it. Even and if just also like a new house to fit it in, yeah. right? Like, if it <laughs> like I'm saying, there's like the PDF copy right, of it. Right. But... Even the PDF must be fucking huge. Yeah, fifteen thousand pages. Like I yep. said, the only thing I can find in comparison to that was the Discworld uh, books that was written by Terry Pratchett over the course of his career. It's like and... fifteen its. Yeah, uh, I guess a good example of that too is um, the book series that Dry is on right now. The um, the Gunslinger, Tower. yeah, the Dark Tower Gunslinger series, uh, that's about five or six thousand pages. Yeah, like all they're eight not, books. They're mostly not very big at all. Honestly. Yeah, or there's that, or like another thing is the five books that they've written for the Game of Thrones. That's also about five thousand pages. I just in one it there was way too much like weird child sex stuff. I can't imagine how much weird stuff is in fifteen thousand. There's, there's weird stuff. I don't think there's any sex stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why I believe that, though, too, is because there's a theory going around because in a lot of his water paintings, because um, he had like, you know, the Vivian girls, which were he considered them to be angelic in their beauty. Mm-hmm. And but they're like, you know, seven, eight year old girls. But like whenever they're amongst or whenever they're in their own land or Vivian land in there, sometimes they would um, take off all their clothes. And they, uh, so they'd be and they would like sprout wings out of their back. And so he had all these paintings of these little girls that were flying around with butterfly wings and they were naked. But they also had penises, so they're starting to. Th- they're, they're, they think the reason why he drew little girls with penises is because he didn't <laughs> realize that women's anatomies were different than men's. Oh, he was that sad. Yeah. Oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even getting into the details of his life for that one, or for what I'm talking about, because it actually does go into some of the details before he became a janitor in Chicago, because he did live kind of a tortured life. Man. But yeah, like that's how sad his life was. Is he may not have even known that women had different anatomies than men did. Like he didn't have kids. He didn't have pets. He didn't, he didn't own a TV. He didn't own a radio. He just, you think he Vivian just, was like the name of some crush he had at one point. Uh, I don't think so. It might be childhood is another story. Yeah. That's like a own. whole other part of the story. It's so weird. It, yeah. It's very weird. It's, I find it weird and sad, but fascinating at the same time. Huh. Like that's one reason why I would like to read them just to kind of like, pick at the mind of this man who like just spent his life re- uh, writing this book. I never want to read the book for mul- multiple reasons. Not just like weird, sad man who didn't know that women had vaginas, Yeah, but also for like 15,000 pages is a fucking lot. Yeah. yeah. This is, well, he spent and half roughly... its war statistics probably. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. A lot of it. I mean, some of it's the actual art too. Yeah. A lot of it is the art too. Cause like the I said, cool. some yeah. of the art, like I'd pictures. love to see a lot of the, like I've seen some of the art. If you look, look up Henry Dogger on Google, you'll find a lot of his artwork hmm. because there are three existing photos of the guy, like legitimately and two of them, whenever he was older and like, you know, basically being sent off to the hospital. And there's one of him whenever he was younger. Cause this is, on top of him, like living a sad life, he also did fight in World War One. So he so, lived through World War Two then too. Yeah, he lived through World War Two, yeah. but he was already in his fifties at that point. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he like said he experience. he died yeah. whenever he was 82, 83 years old, I think something like that. I feel like anybody who was like forty five or fifty when World War Two started, immediately like the most depressed fucking generation, I think. <laughs> I mean, you also had to deal with the Great Depression. Yeah, he dealt That's with... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> He dealt with World War One. or actually, technically, he dealt, dealt with the Prohibition, World Great War One. Yeah, that's like just an awful World War II. to be alive. Yeah. Like, we keep talking about how, like, 2020 sucks, but, like... Yeah, there's definitely 1920? Worse... Yeah. Fuck! In... <laughs> Shit. What did you do? 
Uh huh. Okay. Can everybody still hear us out there? <laughs> oh, did, I hope so. What was, wait, they added a tip function and it fucked up the entire thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't know. I pressed... It just went out for like a few seconds. I don't know what you did. <laughs> cool. Uh, I pressed a bunch of buttons. Yeah, that was dry as bad. Oh. Uh, everything's good though? I think okay, so. Cool. I hear like a popping. I think I might have accidentally pressed F4. That's fine. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, like just a lot of elements about that man. I find, like I said, sad but fascinating at the same time. Like, despite the fact that like his world consisted of going back and forth to a hospital or between his uh, hospital, his apartment, and a church throughout pretty much sixty years of his life, he lived in like this fantasy world that was very vivid and very colorful and had a lot going on for it. And like. Uh, it, it's crazy. It, it was crazy to think about. It was crazy to listen to it too. Like the documentary, the PBS documentary that you can find on YouTube for it is like an hour and a half long. So it's technically like a movie length, but it was, it's one of those, like it gave me a lot to think about just listening to it. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm never going to look it up because it sounds horribly depressing. It's not that different. Like it's no more depressing than some of the stuff we watch on this podcast. That's okay. Fair. That's but, fair enough. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's change up the tone a little bit here. <laughs> we we brought up the dog in space. I do want to finish that up. Oh, okay. The dog's name was in fact Laika, and okay. it was on Sputnik Two. Oh, the second potato. Yeah. <laughs> um. <Ooh>. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. I got this. Uh, let me retry again. Um. It was on the second potato. Oh, guys. It's <laughs> not a boo op. Oh wait, no, there is. No, there's totally a boo option. Yeah, do that. But one. why would we ever use that? We're so good. Because <laughs> he told the worst joke. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. He'll use that for me and you. He won't use that for himself. Yeah, I'm a great comedian. I never <laughs> tell jokes. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get the mood up a little bit. Let's get the energy up a little bit All more. Right. We're gonna go into. Can Robbie pronounce that name? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Last time we did a live show, E lost. By a lot, actually. By like the entire thing almost. I think you got two right. No, I don't think I got any right. <laughs> no, you got one right for sure. Okay, I got one right. Um, but Robbie won surprisingly. I was a little shocked. You did also give a little easier sense of They the were first... kind of easier yeah, ones. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is going to be five movies. Again, it's all movies that we have done for the podcast mm -hmm. um, and people that were involved with it in some way or another. So again, we're going to start off with an easy name here. Okay. I'm putting it into the chat so everybody else can see it too. There you go. First one. I guess also an another little fun fact that I found out recently Um Someone poked me on Facebook for the first time in four years. I forgot that that was a function on Facebook. I didn't know that was still a function. That's still a thing on Facebook. <laughs> All right, Robbie. You got to pronounce this, and then E has to name what movie he was in. Dennis Quaid. Got it. What movie was Dennis Quaid in, E? The Watch. No. Dang. We'll give you, another, we'll give you two guesses per, because you have... Oh. Because I have fifty movies against. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he. I feel like he does have an unfair advantage because because he hasn't uh... seen movies and Robbie does know how to read. 
We can't we can't 100% guarantee Robbie knows how to okay. read. Well, I apparently I freaked out Dry because Dry uh, found out that I can read text while it's upside down. No, the freaky part is he reads everything upside down. If you can in read the this, same pace in the same exact way he reads it right side okay, up. Okay, second guess, second guess. The thing. No. Damn. Pandorum. Dang. Yeah, yeah. In my defense, even if I knew that, I'd probably still need the movie wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I'm like, Peronum. Pandorium. You even had it spelled wrong in your notes for the end of the year content. (laughs) At least it's not, I don't think it was in the top five, so I don't think I have to. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one's going into the chat. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) Mandy Pattenkins? No, Fuck, really? got There's it wrong. Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> okay, all right, e. Mandy Patinkin. We did an episode. He was in it. You get two guesses. That's a guy. A guy. Oh shit. Uh, the watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> all his guesses are going to be the watch um... because we mentioned that movie earlier. Doctor Sleep. No. Damn. Princess Bride. Oh, I was going to ask if I can give him a hint, but <laughs> he was the he was the main guy. I was looking for the six oh, fingered man. Yeah. Oh. No, no other guy. Oh, my name oh, is the pirate. Uh, Dio, Diel. Diego, Diego Montoya. Yeah. In Diego, in Diego Montoya. Diego. You killed my father. Yeah. Prepare to die. die. Yeah, yeah. Inyasha yeah. Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> that was really dumb. I don't know why I laughed so hard at that <laughs> either. <laughs> All right. You're getting to be at my pace, wherever You just get slap happy and laugh at everything. All right. Next one's going into the chat. Robbie. <laughs> Probably going to get this one wrong, too. Uh... Mayor Winningham? Mary. Uh, wait, no, no, no. It, Mayor. It says Mayor. <laughs> yep, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Mayor okay. Winningham. Uh, it, it, you can guess it because it just says Mayor Winningham. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mayor is winning at All him. right, E. Two guesses. Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Are you just going to keep going off the last one you guessed? <laughs> is that incorrect? It's incorrect. Um, is it the Princess Bride? Blue Valentine. No. Damn. Maybe in the future we should make this multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, it would help E out a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, it would. I mean, yeah. this does... Get progressively harder each week. We yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I so also we're... don't like know any any of these people either because I can't really match faces to names. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't think of the movie that this person's in. Brothers. Oh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mother <laughs> character. Okay. Or something. I kind of forget. Uh, the actually. stepmom. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. There you go. <laughs> one of the characters in that movie probably. All right. Maybe. This one I I don't think either of you are gonna get. Maybe E will get it. Do you want to put a multiple one... choice in there for him? Just no, case? no, no. We gotta, we gotta at least finish this. Gotta week. be, con- or gotta be constant with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could change it up next week, but this week we gotta at least. All right. Next one's going into the chat. <laughs> what is that name, Robbie? Maria Shida. Hmm. Not E. Marai. Marai Shida. I'm gonna guess Rashomon. No. Dang. Let's see. We did watch some other Korean movies. Mm, a Whisker Away. Yes! Oh. She played the main girl. Yeah. Yeah, you all right. So I think... I wasn't there for that episode. Uh, Robbie has two. He has one. Yeah. 
All right, all right. Wait, um, um, Dennis Quaid. Robbie got Dennis Quaid. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he said Patinkin instead of Patinkin. Yeah, yeah. So you have one. Robbie has two. Yeah. We only have one more name left. You could tie it up, E. I mean, I feel like we should have some sort of tiebreaker. You're right. Up, but... We should. <laughs> Maybe next episode. Sam, get on the standby. That being said, the first episode, we did do five names. Yeah, Sam, go on, get on the standby. Get on to IMDb. Figure this out for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, last name. Name number five going into the chat. I think Robbie's got this one, I'm going to say. Terry Gillum? No. Wow, you didn't get it. Terry Gilliam. I was so close, though. Gilliam. Oh. Gilliam. Okay. Um, Two guesses. I'm going to say. Potato, potato. Uh, not an actor. Okay. But involved with the production heavily. Okay. Then that first guess is out of the way. Um, the Hunt. No. Uh, that'd be a good one considering it's a bunch of Dutch names that would have been good tie it up E Blue Valentine no damn <laughs> uh, writer for all of Monty Python oh dang it yeah oh. yeah in some of it but not what he's really known for he's mostly known right. for the writing was he in the uh, Monty Python no the one we watched that uh, Life of Brian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that? Yeah, okay. just sort of, though. It's not. He's not known for He's mostly right. Right, I'm just saying, like, he yeah. Will, yeah. All right, you, we don't need the standby, Sam. Yeah, we don't need the standby. Robbie won two weeks in a row. Yeah, he okay. won by But one just point. barely this week. <laughs> just barely. I like this game. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. We probably, so far, do need, gone... <laughs> we probably do need something to help it up a bit for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're going to yeah. do multiple choice next time. Yeah. <laughs> if we do it one more time, then it'll be one more time than we've done two truths and a lie. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. We need some sort of weird game for the main <laughs> show, I think. No, I don't think so. <laughs> we tried that and it didn't go well. Yeah, it was weird and awkward. All right, Robbie. You've been watching anything else less depressing? Less depressing? <laughs> um, he watched an old man. <laughs> I just literally watched an old man die on a bench while waiting for a bus. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was sleeping, but uh, he did not nope, wake just, up. Just dead. I stayed there for six hours to make sure. <laughs> and other than that, like uh, I kept on putting uh, pictures of... Um, where are you going with this? <laughs> As to do with the election. Uh, I kept on putting pictures of Matthew McConaughey puff, or puffing on a cigarette. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, he keeps just shitting all over Trump. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not that. Because, like, um, since I work nights, uh, the election night, I watched Biden go from being over 100 points over Trump to being just seven points over Trump. Oh, yeah. And then it just froze right there. For, like, three fucking days. Yeah, for yeah. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Well, not even uh, – it was just that night because, like, whenever I woke up in the morning, he was up, like, 20 points. Yeah. But, like, that night, it was, like, 224 to, like uh, – to or no, it was 223 to uh, 214. Hey, a listener from Brazil is here. Hey. Where most of our people are from and jokingly Romania. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, or Australia. Oh, oh yeah, Australia. They just said Brazil. <laughs> <clears throat> or Brazil. Australia is good too. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we oddly have more listeners everywhere else in the world but the United States, I think, actually. <laughs> Which I don't know what that means about our show. I think we don't watch enough American movies, despite 90% of the movies we watch. We do American. rather enjoy Korean uh, cinema, we found out. It's true, it's true. Um, okay, so you watched No Man Die on a Bench. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, here's context. Uh... Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> you gonna read that or are you just? Oh yeah, I guess I should read that for everybody listening. Uh, what is it? Um, Lingalonga in chat says Terry Gilliam made a movie called Priscilla. It's basically today's happenings. There was another one that was crossing all over Twitter because it was really similar, like to the point where Wolf of a, Wall Street. No, there was a <laughs> plot point in the movie where they kept telling people to count the votes. And when they brought it to court, they realized if they count the votes, there's a good chance they would lose. So they started arguing in, co- in court against counting the votes. Huh? I don't know what movie that is. I don't either. Wolf of Wall Street. No, it's still not that. <laughs> despite Kane? you saying it twice. Nope. It's definitely not that it was in color. <laughs> good point. Um, <laughs> ma- uh, to kill Mockingbird. No, no, that's, that's I just, kind the of courtroom part. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good book though. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you've been watching animals, Robbie. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's mostly YouTube video documentary stuff, but yeah, those okay. are neat. Okay, yeah. Uh, it, it, it helps whenever you're sitting there buffing parts for hours at work to kind of help get through the day. <laughs> Survivor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess also we should mention for people listening to the archive uh, to this eventually or whatever. Um, today, this morning, it was just announced that Biden. Uh, it was president-elect. Yeah. So as long as Trump doesn't do some horrible, awful shit, uh, uh, he won't be president. But who knows? He literally yeah. built a wall around the White House. <laughs> and is possibly one. hiding in a bunker. Yeah. He's going to attempt to do some shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, He's already attempting to do so, some shit. So, yeah, like that night that I was talking <laughs> about, wherever, like, he was... I said seven points, but he was nine points. Or wherever Biden was only nine points ahead, and he was, like, super catching up on him, and... Everyone kept on refreshing their feed. And like I said, uh, that meme of Matthew McConaughey whenever he's playing Rusty and True Detective and he's like puffing on that cigarette and has that insane look on his face. Yeah. I kept on posting that, but like with the photoshopped hand holding up a phone and was like, yeah, this is just me refreshing my phone tonight, basically. <laughs> um, there is but, uh, a character that I don't know how I haven't seen memes of him yet in Fargo season four. He literally has his eyes as wide open as possible and a weird grin on his face. In every scene, no matter what, hmm. like he just—I'm not even kidding. Like it's like, it's the weirdest <laughs> fucking look. He's like an Italian mobster, and he has this like sadistic psycho eyes, is wide open, like they're almost gonna pop out of his face, and a weird, creepy smile, like he's about to eat your nose. <laughs> in every single scene he's in, you know the look when someone gets on their eat your nose. You know that yeah, look. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that insane look that our uncles gave us and said, I'm going to get your nose when we were growing up and then we get terrified and cry. <laughs> Got your nose. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would fuck up a child. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and, yeah, I was going to say like that night though, uh, he, that was the same night that he called at like 1.30 in the morning or something like that saying like, yeah, we basically won. I'm going to be president again. And if they're going to try to count more votes after this, we're going to fight it. We're going to take it to the yeah. courts. Yeah, like literally today, like an hour before it was announced, he was like, <laughs> um, we won today. 
by a lot of votes, like he tweeted out. <laughs> yeah. But also, Which I really like what Twitter's him. doing. Um, they are actually doing what they should have been doing his entire presidency and be like, you're spreading false shit. We're not going <laughs> to let just, people like, just see this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they specifically say the re- this tweet may have been reported before the results were finalized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. But also, a lot of this, like, he'll just retweet random shit and then keeps getting taken down because it's just blatant misinformation. Yeah. Like, his entire presidency, he's been doing this, yeah. but now they're acting. I guess because he's not the president and can't just, like, shut them down. Yes, yeah, because but... <laughs> he was talking about shutting them down and, like, getting new laws and to, like, keep them from doing shit like yeah. that while he was president. Now that he's not president, they can just give him the double birds. I mean, Twitter's well, been getting in a lot of shit because of just blatant misinformation, like QA, or, yeah, QAnon and all that shit. QAnon, yeah. Spru- spreading everywhere, and people have been like, hey, Twitter, how about you actually do your fucking job? I wonder what's going to happen to the people who believe QAnon stuff. They're going to find keep a different complete. conspiracy theory. Like I know, I just I want to see like the route it takes though, because the the before President Trump was QAnon, he was Mister Q or whatever, or yeah, Mister Anon. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I anonymous think works. Gonna you go, let people know. Yeah. I think somebody's gonna really start believing this stuff and like do something awful about it. You're entirely correct, Sam, because that's just what humans do. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. on a lesser note or something like that, one thing that I did listen to because I went on to weird deep dives on the internet is uh, apparently that was one thing with like uh, the BBC Sherlock that came out with. Uh, so good. Yeah. So um, good. I guess there was like this whole big fan conspiracy thing about how um, John and Sherlock were actually gay for each other and they just couldn't like bring their feelings was to each other. Tumblr thing. I yeah. can see it though. Because uh, they the, t- ship the Tumblr thing was super full <laughs> off. So here's the thing about that one though. The reason why that went on to such a huge deep dive is because everyone said that there's a conspiracy that um that it was actually canon for the show and that they were going to reveal it and then when they didn't reveal it uh, i guess they got super fucking yeah pissed. every every <laughs> fucking season finale people hyped themselves up and assured that this season finale they for sure are going to reveal that they're gay this is the one and where Sherlock just gets do. down on his knees yeah <laughs> and bendix gonna give him his cumberbatch <laughs> <laughs> man this just, podcast yeah, has a lot slurs. of fucking but yeah, like a, yeah. it got way deep. Like the video that I talked about or that I listened to at work was apparently an hour and a half long trying to describe <laughs> everything that happened. And there was a lot of her going like, I'm not going to get into the details because it goes way too long. And then like would just show like these pages and pages of people putting all of their conspiracies <laughs> a bit. So like this is something that went on for basically like the four, like the five or six years that the show was yeah. on. I just, so, I've never been such a fan of something to where I've gone online and like, this is clearly where it's going. The writers are leading up to this. It has to go here. What like, is it I, called? I made a similar um, vote. What? Is it a super hulak? When people like make up story, fanfic? story bits in their mind. What is it called? There's a word for it. Imagination? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there's Head cannon is probably... Is head cannon, yeah, head yeah. cannon. That's Tom. I mean, gaslighting. That's one way to look at it is gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, yeah, headcanon. I'm, I'm completely fine with headcanon. Like, I'm kind of in a similar boat for you where I'm like, I don't really know what the purpose of, like, going online and being like, this is clearly what they're going for. Right. Like, like 80% of the time you're pointless. wrong. Like, it's fun, like, if you're watching a show with, like, family or friends or something, you're like, oh, I think this is where this show's going to go. Like, that's basically what this entire fucking podcast is. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> like, I think that's where this like is going to go. 
completely different thing in your head. Yeah. But I, I think <laughs> yeah. the biggest difference between our podcast and what they were doing with that show is we didn't get pissed off and like try to boycott the show, be, our, our movies, because uh, our headcanon wasn't correct. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. well, I didn't expect to go that way. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I was real disappointed how Christmas Prince ended. They got together, and I don't think that the prince deserved her. <laughs> I mean, what I'm yeah. most pissed about is that Rocky didn't come out of that cab at the end of it and start boxing him. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you actually remember my I remember <laughs> weird things. Uh, That's I why that I can't joke. pronounce names. <laughs> all the all the brain matter yeah, the that's brain. for names just gets shoved aside for hey, what if Rocky came out of the cab after <laughs> it just it's reserved for my member berries, basically. Uh, I, I honestly I think that's one of my favorite jokes I've made in the entire podcast. And it is a shame it was such an early one because I don't think a lot of people will remember. Yeah. I mean, I still think Dry's favorite joke that I've made on the podcast was the um apparently people who haven't seen uh I haven't seen Forrest Gump uh, have a special magical blood that cures cancer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm still I'm still not sure about it. I wish we would have thought about it earlier so we could test E, but my favorite part was just like, yeah, now the vampires woke up. That's good. Or no, the well, Red Cross. The yeah, red now the Red Cross will leave you alone. That's good. good. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, like I'm I'm super fine with headcanons and all that. I just find it funny. My favorite part is when it's a show that's like finished and someone watching it will document like their random thoughts and I'm like the show's done. You don't you don't need to do anything. <laughs> like they already figured it out. Yeah. Cuz like I remember uh when I took my Japanese class, of course, it's full of weebs cuz that's how Japanese classes work. Um, At least here in sure. America. Like we were watching an anime to help like cuz it had like simple Japanese in it. Mm-hmm. And like there was a girl I heard and she was like, "Oh, I got like this headcanon for what happened." I was like, "This the season's done. I know we're <laughs> like we're watching it clearly, but like you could just wait an episode and like, see. You just gotta wait twenty minutes and you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> but like I don't know. Like I'm I used to be a lot more like gung ho about all that stuff, but I, I've mellowed out over the years. Yeah, yeah. I used to be like, fuck everyone on the internet. No gay ships ever. And now I'm like, yeah, they're probably gay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, Watson and Sherlock? Yeah, sure, probably. Sherlock probably wants that ass. I don't know. Yeah, why not? He does heroin. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, E. Uh, yeah. Have you been watching anything? Yeah, um, I, I discussed a bit on the podcast. Uh, it was another down the rabbit hole they did about uh, the perfect blue. Uh, Deep blue? Deep blue. Mr. Chess Robot. Yeah, yeah, the chess robot. Um, I won't go into too much because there's not a whole lot to talk about a chess robot that's like interesting. In a it's, it's literally a robot that plays chess. Not like in that way because I think it's very interesting and maybe some of it's just I like chess. But um, <laughs> I think... One of my favorite parts is like there's a point where IBM gets the rights to it huh. and they're just super fucking shitty about it. And <laughs> the chess robot n- like about like how the right. So the top chess player, like when they just got the chess robot and they're like, hey, why don't you come on? We'll fund your chess program stuff and yada, yada. Uh-huh. And like they talk with him a bunch. And then when they have him play the first prototype of uh, Deep Blue, he wins. And then they just fucking cut all communication with him. Really? Yeah. Because he was too good at chess? Yeah. But, like, they still, like, had a rematch set up with him. And, what? like, they didn't talk to, up, up to him up until the rematch. And it was so little, like, discussion at all. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
And just like there's so much shit that went around that rematch too, like them withholding information from him and stuff. What? Not like like to try and make him lose? Kind of. So like, what it was is because like the top chess players in the world, like the grandmasters of chess, uh, what they will do before a match is they will actually study their opponent and like study their playing styles beforehand. And IBM didn't let them do that for the um, or for Deep Blue. Yeah, they said like they lost the records of the match. Wow. Well, no, 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 no. It wasn't that they lost the records. It's that he. It's that it had zero public matches. No, no, like when he was playing them, he asked for records. Yeah, and they like, said that there's that, there were like, zero public the... records of him yeah. actually playing, so they didn't have to give him any records. So, like, isn't the idea of it, though, that, like, it just does the best move or something? Kind of. So, again, a lot of it is because, like, the part I really like is that I'm into, like, computer and game design and, like, that sure. stuff. yeah. And so how you have to do it, they were, like, trying to find the best way. There are two basic ways. One is what is every possible move i can do all like sixty thousand moves that are possible uh-huh. it's way more and, like, than 60,000. yeah and like it goes down to all those and the others what is actually the best move i can do and that one takes like more processing power so the first one used to be like really common until they got better computers and like as time went on and like they got better they're like oh you can start like seeing stuff and it like the big thing was like people were really interested because it was un like the idea that a computer could beat a human at chess was just stupid, basically. Really? Yeah, because computers well, this is, weren't that um, smart. The rematch was in 1992, I think, or 1993. Still, though, like just computers weren't that smart. I guess. I guess the, it depends on like the RAM and stuff, right? Yeah, because like even the super, like they were basically supercomputers, and they still, like, because again, the thing about chess is it takes a lot of mental like thought, and a computer yeah. can't. A computer has a lot of issues. Like one of the favorite things they discuss is like early in there, there was a bug where like it would look at all the chess matches and like determine from a bunch of like given data. And they notice it would start like just sending its queen out randomly and for it to die. (laughs) What? And that's because they noticed like when they submitted it, the chess matches, often the people who like did a really good move, like sacrificing the queen to get another thing. The role, the computer interpreted that as, oh, if I sacrifice my queen, I have a better chance of winning. But without like <laughs> thinking of why they were doing it, like it's stuff like, like a computer couldn't think about that. And so, that's like, why it saw so cool. like the statistics of like who sacrificed their queen usually ends up winning. Yeah. But it didn't take into the account the human thing of sacrifice equals a different payoff. Yeah. later. Because like the most a computer can do is basically you say you get a point if you take a piece. Yeah. And, like, the king's worth a million points. So you should prioritize getting that and stuff like that. Huh. But it can't think. Like, now computers basically can think. And it's not that interesting if a computer can beat someone at chess. Sure. But back then, that was insane. That That is interesting. So, yeah. so, yeah, like, I guess the biggest thing you can say about Deep Blue is it's the story of the first computer to beat the our world's greatest chess champion. Yeah. It was the huh. very first time that was ever possible. Like... There's even a thing like uh, chess grandmasters actually found out the algorithms, like how they worked with a lot of chess computers, and they figured out like there w- there's actually a type of defensive chess being played that's called uh, basically computer chess because that's how most <laughs> computers would play. Huh. Yeah. So like, yeah. But yeah, just... like it's it's one of those things like to a certain point they have every single move possible. 
But after a certain point, the amount of moves possible is too much. And even modern computers have a hard time processing it. So they just come up with an algorithm of like what could be the best yeah. thing are to win this match. Huh. See, that is kind of... That part's kind of cool. I feel like the length of the thing is maybe the part that gets me yeah, the length of the... This, this is a two-hour long documentary we're I talking about. Like, I don't know what you would really take... Like, The most you could take away is like the introduction to everything, like getting to know the people behind Deep Blue. But I really think it's worth it. And I get that it's long and it's about a chess robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, one of the things that they do really well is they actually make it... like. They make it so someone who doesn't know anything about chess can easily follow the moves they're making and why they're good moves. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'll say, like, I actually, that's one of the ones, like, sometimes I'll just put it in the background while I draw or something. That's one I was like, I need to watch this because I'm really interested in, like, the thought process of a lot of these chess moves. Huh. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So I really like that. Um, another, I play, I finished No Straight Roads recently. Uh, I forget if I talked about that the other live show, but um, I really like that game. Uh, very rough around the edges, but a lot of fun and a really charming. Ultimately, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. And uh, today, actually, I started a random free Metroidvania I found called Hargrove, and that one's really interesting. And quite frankly, it should not be free. This guy should be charging money for this game. It's way too high quality. Oh, um, I think it might be free just because it's kind of short from what I've. I think I'm like halfway done, and I started this an hour before I came to the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a really short Metroidvania, right? Thing. But you can still sell that for like five dollars. Quite frankly, well, yeah, I was gonna say one game that I still want to show dry at some point in time. Paratopic. That game's like an hour long, and it, I paid five bucks for it. Well worth the five bucks I paid for it because that game, it's fucking trippy. <laughs> I think once you start to get, like, the story-heavy stuff is when, like, for shorter amounts, I think it's more justifiable for, like, charging. But when it's, like, a really mechanic-heavy game, like a Metroidvania, I feel like with those, you expect it to be a longer experience. I don't know. Like, I know I'm very, like... Like, I have a very lower idea of, like, hours per dollar right. and all that. But, like, I really mostly just look at the fun because a thing I notice. So often, especially with AAA, is because people have this idea you need 60 hours for a $60 game, they just pad it out. And it's not interesting padding for the most part. It's true. It's true. Like, But like Metroidvania, like, the idea is that it's easy to get lost and like it takes a while to unlock stuff. And I mean, it's kind of that's kind of the idea of Metroidvania. Yeah. So having a short Metroidvania seems opposite of what you would want from Metroidvania. I mean, it's mostly like focused on mechanics and just... Like, it's less of an exploring Metroidvania. It's mostly just the mechanics. Okay. Like, and I always say it's hard, so I think I'm probably going at it a bit faster than it would take an average person just because I play a lot of these kinds of games. You're really good at platformers. I'm, yeah. I'm decent at platformers. You're better than us. <laughs> you beat Celeste, and I sure gave up on that. Yeah, but if you gave it long enough, you could beat Celeste. Yeah, if I had patience. <laughs> Mm. Yes, Kyrie. Question mark VV indeed in the chat. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, there actually is a game called Yeah, VV VV VV. How many V's? Six. Say it again. VV VV VV. One again. V. Perfect. All of them again.
but um yeah like i don't know actually vvvv is not the <laughs> is a pretty apt comparison with this one i think like vvvvv is fairly short it's it's v i'm just i mean that one's kind of like a nostalgia trip for atari games almost yeah but like a good game should do it just makes you think you're playing an old game it doesn't actually emulate an old game yeah yeah like that honestly that is the biggest reason why shovel knight did so well because it makes you feel like you're playing an NES game. Was with, actually not being one at yeah. all. Yeah, <laughs> but at actual 60 frames a second. <laughs> yeah. Not even that, good. just gameplay-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I love NES games. I love playing me some DuckTales, but man, they are rough sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, going back to an... N- Whoa, you guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to keep yeah. talking then while I wiggle this wire yeah, around. I went mute. Yeah, um, there we go, I think. Um, yeah, old NES games are hard to go back to. They don't run well or yeah. play well. It's not great. And you have to, like, try seven times just to get it to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Anything else you've been watching and playing reading? Uh, I mean, I watched a random video on why the hexagon is the best shape, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, normal things. Yeah. I mean, like, that was, like, a math medical video okay like, i mean to be fair like i look up weird things that i listen to at work too like i find out weird histories of tumblr yeah you guys are on different parts of youtube than me that's yeah. for sure i just let the i just like how i take me somewhere how i let <laughs> or got down that rabbit hole i'll never know but it's it's weirdly fascinating in the way of like oh this is the section of the internet that i will not touch with a 10-foot pole <laughs> and i'm like yeah it'll pull me in there put me in coach no. <laughs> i got this it, it's literally like i don't want to go there i don't want to see what are uh, what's up with all of that give me the cliff notes i i like anytime i'm like interested in a show i always get in it so late that there's like not that big wave of like shit the, fandom that already, happened. Yeah. the fandom's already dead like the fandoms are like all right we're moving on to the next big hit and it's like <laughs> yeah guys i just got into my hero academia and it's like oh oh bye. they're all gone dang they went to my hero academia. I, just, I can <laughs> see sequel <of> series. <laughs> Your hero academia. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Sam. Uh, yes. We hung out pretty much all weekend, but you've been watching anything? Um, mostly the polls. <laughs> <laughs> North or south? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where do you think Santa's uh, coming from this year? What do you think his approach is going to be? Anyway. It's going to be avoid America because apparently we're all contagious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched a movie last night called What is it? Nobody sleeps in the wood woods tonight. Is that a horror po- movie? Polish horror movie. Ooh. It's weird, and I actually kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> did you not night. expect to? You sound like you aren't happy. You enjoyed it. <laughs> No, I kind of did. It was like kind of dumb, but cool. It had some good gore to it. Huh, okay. What's it about? Uh, Basically, I don't want to say what it's about. What's the first five minutes? Okay, so these kids are at a camp in the woods. It's a camp for kids that are like addicted to technology or like classic slasher setup. stuff like that classic um, camp of technology bad yeah i guess that's how they get away with like the um mobile phones are available without like oh no signal thing trope oh that's actually kind of smart day and age yeah 
What if they just blew it, up it's every from phone? It's this year. The movie came out this year. Or at oh. least it came out. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it, by the way. Oh, really? But, Robbie's looking yeah. up it right now. Well, no, I was looking up something else that I was thinking about. Uh, yeah. Another video essay. Because oh, okay. she said Polish horror film. And I was like, oh, yeah. like I saw some Polish. <laughs> right, Other than that, I opened up my Netflix and apparently... <laughs> Uh, I just got a thing saying like, "Hey, your plan, or your monthly plan, is going to be going up again." Yeah, fifteen dollars now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, Sam. Uh, continue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's like a slasher uh, sort of movie. It's pretty funny. Does it have a Jason type guy? <laughs> yeah, it has two actually. Ooh. Okay, okay, I'm in. And like. I'm not gonna spoil it. If you want, I think you should go watch it. But I watched it dubbed, which whatever dub doesn't great. But awesome. is there a subbed option? We should watch sub. Is that what we're? I also had the sub. I, I had the subtitles on for like everything I watch anyway. So <laughs> like often when I watch dub things, they're like they don't. It's not translated the same. Huh. So it's. I mean. <laughs> It's always the age-old tale of translation versus uh, localization. No, localization. <laughs> uh, also, Randy yeah. in chat says uh, she saw that it's also on Tubi, which fucking we made fun of Tubi at the beginning of the year, and apparently it's fucking growing in popularity like wow. crazy. They stole all this <laughs> You're all welcome. The power from the QB. Yeah, I think it's definitely we're the reason why it's getting so big. It's <laughs> just <laughs> shit on it every yep. week. You're like, fuck Isn't these it? guys. It's I'm going like to look a- up. It's a free streaming service, right? With ads. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Can you pay for not ad? Maybe, probably. Uh, not that Maybe I saw, yeah. but it may, I wouldn't put it past them. But uh, that movie I told you about a while back, the Gar- uh, Guardians, yeah. which is like the Russian Avengers movie. The Russian Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Guardians of the Russian. But yeah, like that. I watched that on Tubi, but apparently it's also now on Shout TV, which means it's now on VRV. Nice. So if we wanted to watch it on a subscription service that we don't on a subscription service with no ads, we could watch it that way. Uh, Randy says it's free and there aren't very many ads, honestly. Right, but I just don't want to deal with ads. I would love it's to fair. pay to not deal with ads. Quite, fr- I do pay to not deal with ads. Actually, <laughs> I have watched mm-hmm. so many goddamn ads in my life because I just consumed so much television growing up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't um, everyone has. Um, cool. So what was that called again, Sam? What? It's oh, what is it called? Just look at it. Cabin Nobody in sleeps the... in the woods tonight. Nobody. Nobody sleeps, sleeps in the woods, in the tonight. woods tonight. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that yeah. up. Nobody yeah. sleeps in the woods tonight. But no, like uh, there's another video essay that I listened to not too long ago with her talking about Polish horror. He was talking about Korean horror and like the rise of it and everything and how like he's talking about some good ones and like one I think would actually be pretty interesting is uh, one that's just called Shutter. That's a good movie. Oh, you've seen it? A good movie. I, I like that movie a lot. I've seen 2000... it. I might own it. Was it an American movie or a Korean movie? Korean. Okay. I watched yeah. both. I don't know why I said I've Korean. Watched so both. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Because right, they so... did an American remake of it. But <laughs> sounds like you're gonna have a yeah. hard time doing it on this podcast then, because it sounds Maybe. like the people. I, you I haven't have seen on. it, but I know the premise of it. Oh, okay. Me and Sam saw it together. We rented it from Video Check back okay. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It came course, out in 2004. Uh, Korean one is better. It's so much. Of better. course. So much better. We should just At, stop trying to make movies based off foreign properties and just localize them. Japanese. It's, it's Korean. Korean. 
No, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was weird. And no, e, we refuse. We're America. We, we f- do everything better. We fucked up so many. We messed up Dragon Ball. We can't even do it with our own properties. We fucked up Avatar The Last Airbender. Listen, E, we're America. You know what we do? We do racism we better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that might be our number one export. Racism. racism. Oh, we do racism better well. than everybody else. We do international debt better than anybody else. We have more school shootings. We. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How dark do you want to get with this, Drya? <laughs> What's our homeless population? <laughs> I'm probably not much higher. I think that's a what, lot of places. That's actually a statistic that I told Dry. I think that made him a little bit depressed. Is like the um, the homeless population versus the bank at home populations or bank oh, at home statistics. Yeah, it would literally cost nothing to just let homeless people live in there. Yeah, own. yeah. It would cost like literally rich fucking, people um... dignity. <laughs> if, oh, other, yeah. if homeless people have houses, then our houses are worth less somehow. Oh, I mean, that's there's... how it works. I mean, Okay. Oh, go ahead. Nope. <laughs> Sam, go, Sam, go. go nope, Sam. I'm done. Sam. Sam, Sam. if you don't say go, what you're going to say Sam, right go. now, then you cannot complain about me talking ahead of you. Nope. I'm good. It's over now. All right. Uh, we now will sit in silence for five minutes. Okay. Anyway, like I was gonna say, <laughs> 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 there's literally like um, neighborhood, like whole neighborhoods that have are like mostly developed, but the rich people ran out of money before they um, could finish them, so they're just sitting there, like mostly finished houses, That's like so nice fucking houses. Shitty. Yeah, like they're completely abandoned, and yeah. That's what I wanted to say, so. <laughs> mine kind of touches on that. Uh, mine was, uh, I can't, I want to say it's in Texas, but I don't, uh, I could be wrong. But I remember hearing a news story about this guy who, uh, what happened is this guy lost his home to the bank or was foreclosed by the bank. And so he had to move. And then the bank ended up going under. And so it's just <laughs> a vacant house. And so he's squatting there. And literally like there's, uh, I think he paid like $16 for the deed of it. And if he squats there for like three years, then he can actually claim it as just his own property. Nice. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And I guess all the neighbors are fucking pissed about it because of how much uh, their houses are worth and how much like and he's basically getting this. It's like a like a four bedroom, three bathroom house or something crazy like that. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> he's currently like he has no running water. He has no electricity. But if he lives there for three years with um, yeah, if he can live there for three years with like no no running water or electricity or heat or anything like that or air conditioning then he just gets it for free basically yeah. and then he can you know are, fuck yeah. it better than being homeless fuck yeah we have yeah we have squatters laws in a lot of places though some places need you to prove that you're making it better uh yeah colorado yeah. actually has squatter laws yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. have to make it better yeah whatever the fuck that means it means if you steal someone's farmland you have to actually use it basically <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> have to use a farmland or if you're squatting in a house and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna like repair these windows and i'm gonna give it a nice fresh yeah. coat of paint but colorado also has the shitty rule where if the people want at any point they can be like you know what? you're allowed to use it and then you you just don't get to actually own that land yeah that's true, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they can just like walk around and look for people and be like Hey, you want to use this land? Go ahead. And then it's like, 
dang it, it's been two years and 364 days. I almost had it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Anyway, Sam, watch anything else? No, but I've been playing Days Gone a lot. I'm trying to Days Gone. Finish that. Such yeah. a good game. Actually, I'm really underrated. I'm currently playing it right now. <laughs> You're play- literally right now. You're playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing. Right oh, now. good. I'm glad that all of your attention is on the right thing. <laughs> I killed a fucking zombie bear. That was zombie bear. All this puts into complaint are into perspective zombie. of whenever Dry would complain about the clicking of my keyboard. Yeah, but that makes these. noise. Same as <laughs> could you hear it? You could. Yes. Could you? You the clicking of Robbie. Yeah. Oh yeah, not you. You can't hear me. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, I can hear you now. I mean, whenever you, <laughs> whenever you did these at work and someone would come in and ask to buy a fifth from you, we could hear that. This is certainly better yeah. than the jet plane that you usually hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I've been watching some things. Okay. Um, well, Fargo fun. season. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this game more. Okay. Talk about the game. Talk to Are you so I got into this. I got to the second map and met all the new camp people and uh, a you know person and that was sad and weird <laughs> I don't want to the spoil you, anything the you know person <laughs> yeah the person I know who you're talking about yeah yeah, okay. well, then, yeah. Why'd you question it <laughs> the game is like oddly sad for a little while after yeah. that and it's like I don't know like the more I play it the better it like becoming it's like not as shallow as i thought it was going to be in the yeah the time. game is actually extremely deep and the story is extremely deep and like has a lot of depth in all the characters like i think that game has a really bad first impression honestly because it starts you so underpowered it does it's not about and... just killing zombies no like there's and, a really uh, deep story not all the I'm characters out. are very likable at first but then you start to like start liking them a little bit more yeah. yeah honestly they're it's they're really good characters they're like, mm-hmm. I need to hit this zombie with a shovel. And he's like, I'll help. And then you get friendship points. Yeah, and then you get a dog. Nice. Yay. And the dog's actually a zombie. Oh, mm. no, you have to put yeah. it down. Nah, it's just a cute little puppy. Cute little That's puppy. what they want you so to think. Adorable. That's how it gets if you. They make, in the sequel, if they make the dog a zombie, I'm going to be pissed. I won't be no. pissed if they make you I Am Legend the dog. Yes. Nah, the <laughs> sequel's going to reveal the dog masterminded the whole zombie apocalypse. Actually, the way the story goes, I kind of wouldn't. I kind of wouldn't. <laughs> the dog Just like Silent yeah. Hill 2. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else, Sam? That's all. Okay. Well, but, I've been watching a lot. Uh, oh, I was going to say, the only other thing I was going to say is I thought it'd be interesting because the shutter thing was he also talked about a film called Pimok and The Promise. And he talked about, because it w- goes from 2004 to 2017 and how cinema changed in Korea because it went, uh, it was after the huge um, debt crisis that they went through and how a lot of religious viewings went between uh, those two times. And so you can see the difference in filmmaking of all those movies. Huh. Okay. Food for thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. I'll take a nibble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fargo season four, still Fucking fantastic. How far they go? Uh, all the way. All the way. They go so far. In fact, it should be the next season should be called Go Far. <laughs> far went. Then we'll do another prequel series and <laughs> went go. Anyway, bad jokes aside. Wait one second. Uh uh one second. Oh. Next season sh- that's a prequel. Should we call Went Go? 
Yeah, there we go. That is a terrible boo. <laughs> what do you mean? They say boo. <laughs> that's not how people boo. They go boo. Like, that's not how you boo. What? That's what they do. Boo. Yeah, that's how you boo. You go boo. Okay. okay. All right. Let's all do a boo and then we'll compare. All right. Three, two, one. Boo. boo. Let's listen to this one. See, that's not. That's okay, not yeah, it looks like yeah. it sounds like a lazy ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's less of a boo and more of like the ooh someone would do after someone got hit in the face of the cement block. Yeah. yeah. A cement block? Yeah. What? <laughs> like you're at a football game and a cement block just hits a dude in the face and everybody's no, like, ooh. oh, God. Call a ambulance. Yeah, kind of. Who's just hitting people with cement blocks in your world? <laughs> football players, I guess. I yeah. guess. <laughs> Listen, helmet technology has gone a long way. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, watching Supernatural, it's real close to the end. Two weeks left until that show is done forever. Mm-hmm. And I had until a, they revive it again. Uh, eventually, maybe with different characters and stuff. But I had a horrible realization. This show has literally been going on half of my life. Mm-hmm. It's been on the air for 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's so insane. Also, this last mm-hmm. season is mostly good. So that's good. I really hope they fucking nail this ending. Nope, I'm gonna drop it. I hope everyone dies. I don't know what's gonna happen, honestly. I really don't know. I don't know if it's gonna just like full reset or what. They'll reveal that the characters were gay the whole time. (laughs) Well, they're brothers, (laughs) so it wouldn't matter. (laughs) Nope, they're gay for each other. Actually, that's actually a plot point. (laughs) Um, they're gay that, for each other? No, like that fan fiction oh, that okay. out of hand around like season four. Uh, oh, yeah, that they yeah, actually yeah. wrote in an author that made it meta. And the author is mm-hmm. actually the hand of God, basically. And he is writing fiction <laughs> about like their prophet. lives. Yeah, yeah, he's a prophet. <laughs> and that becomes like a huge plot point through the whole show. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's a weird fanfare. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Well, The Amazing World of Gumball did a similar episode, actually, where they, <laughs> it was about someone writing fanfic. Yeah, it's uh, they they turned like their fan love into actual story plots, which I think is the best thing you can do with like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's actually really good. They have like a musical episode based on it. It's insane. Nice. I guess uh, also really quick speaking of things that are ending soon is that Unis Honest that I was telling you about. Oh yeah, it sound uh, it sounded its last five days, and then they're deleting the channel. Uh, That's this fri- so insane. This Friday, yeah, they made three. They're gonna make three hundred sixty-five videos, like one for every day of the year and then they're just going to delete the whole channel so have they been like doing ad revenue off of it yeah like making uh, money still i think they're making some money off of it like not as much as like their main channels because right. like you know markiplier makes a million dollars like, he's literally a millionaire probably well he claims that he's not because like they I say he donates a lot actually. yeah because like uh if you go to like his merch store and like buy his clothing and stuff like that literally 100 percent of that goes to charity well yeah he makes and he a does, lot of that revenue, so. yeah and like but that if you look at his youtube channel like most of his videos like right now like each video makes at least 2 million views. Right. Right. And so like, that's a couple thousand dollars per video that he's making. Yeah. yeah you know, I tried to watch, I tried to watch some of his stuff just like, cause I'm always trying to find some good streamers yeah. that aren't obnoxious, but he's pretty obnoxious. Cause it feels like he seems like he needs, like he feels like he needs to talk like every second and not have any sort of dead air. And it just like ruins it. Yeah. He's super I, one of those. I, I think that's just a let's players thing. So not have any dead air. I don't know. Of that era. Of that era. Yeah, but he is not only is he of that era, he's one of the makers of that era. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I know I know it appeals to like younger kids and like they feel like they need to be like loud and obnoxious and that's what gets people's attention. 
Mm-hmm. I definitely I did it at the time for sure. I mean, right. it clearly still it does. does yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, that's, I think that's what is helping him so much. Like, it's honestly a smart marketing move to have this Unisonus or whatever it's called again. Yeah, Unisonus. Uh, Anisonus. Sure. Um, <laughs> honest Anus. Yeah. Honest Anus. That <laughs> sounds like a really weird brand name of butt wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need to get a lawyer. We need to make butt wipes now. <laughs> Um, but like, it's honestly a really good move. If he's still making ad rev on it because he can guarantee that people like rush to watch it or watch it every day, so he can be guaranteed to have like a constant income. Yeah, and he's saying that he feels like it wouldn't be as big as it got to be because they got like four million subscribers, and like some of the bigger videos have like two to three million views on them. Yeah, but like on average, I think they still do like half a million views at like minimum for each mm-hmm. video that they come out with. But, but he that's says, like a day. So that's a lot. Yeah, but um. He feels like it wouldn't be as big if he, it wasn't something that they said like at the like their very first video was saying like this is we're gonna make a video every single day and at the end of the year we're gonna delete all of it right but yeah. like that's and the like, thing like so they, FOMO was a real thing but like he says like there's other ones who've done similar things but like they didn't like they may have deleted videos they may have just like stop uploading but like they're just straight up deleting everything but they make money off of the ad revenue that comes off the videos and they sell merch for it right. too so like you know you can buy T-shirts and. Socks apparently and bandanas and yeah. whatever else. Um, I know like their plan, and I know that they tell people not to save. It. Someone's gonna save every episode. That's just they, they've actually yeah. they've actually called out a couple of channels that are just archiving everything that they're coming up with. Well, yeah, that's the point of the internet is to archive. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think, but that that's why he wanted to kind of go against the grain. I was like, <laughs> one four six three. All right. Well, we know where Sam is on the game. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I get, good job, Sam. I get, it came, like, it's, it's coming through the controller, so it's really loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Wiimote. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it was all just like an interesting thought experiment for him on that. Like, he knows that people are going to archive it, even though he asks them not to do it. But like, I think he says that he feels like it's like a one-year buildup to just have that reaction of when they finally do delete it. And it's going to be Friday, basically, is when they delete the channel. They're going to mm-hmm. do a live stream, which is the only time they've ever done a live stream on it, just to basically talk about the channel and then like watch a couple of the videos that they came out with. And then at the end of the live stream, the entire channel just goes bye-bye. That's honestly cool. If yeah. they can really stick to it and like not do another thing like this. Yeah. Then I think that that's a really cool concept. Real quick. That just reminded me, Um, you know, the Stanley parable, uh, yeah. there's an achievement. Don't play the game for five years. Oh, I'm yeah. going to get that achievement this month. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> don't boot it up early that would suck. i know i'm wait. i i mean i'm gonna wait like, to get the achievement probably yeah i'm like gonna be like yep gotta make sure that i have not played this i'll probably wait till like december honestly to, yeah yeah because like it's been five years i if i don't have like a real inking to inkling <laughs> to play stanley parable in five years <laughs> the most is like i saw like docu not like a video essay on why it's such an incredible game yeah and like all right knew the reasons anyways but it's a cool game i was like i kind of want to play but i was like i don't i don't have that achievement yet i was like i mean i wonder how many years i have to go for it and then i looked i was like oh it's next month (laughs) god it's been five years it's insane (laughs) it is is i mean whenever you start to think about time and like when certain things happen and stuff like that like a good example is like uh I guess there's like probably like a good couple of years where me and Dry just didn't talk to each other. Not that we were like mad at each other or anything. We just our lives went separate ways. Yeah. And uh, I told him that I was going to buy a Wii U, and he's just like, "That's stupid. Don't buy a Wii U." And it's like, "Well, <laughs> you had a Wii U. Yeah, it was a bad choice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I didn't even buy it. Actually, it was a gift. <laughs> and you and sold then I was like, it properly. And yeah, well, I, I told him, I was like, "Well, I guess I can always uh, like 
if I wait two weeks, I could, uh, I'll have the money to buy a PS4. And he just like, not only did he tell me to buy it, he aggressively told me to buy it. You he motherfucker, you buy bought yeah. the goddamn Wii U. Just He's like, buy it, spike. buy it, you son of a bitch, buy it. Like, I think that's the exact words that he said. Yeah, probably. That was like five years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Wii U would have been a bad choice. Yeah. You could have yeah. played Wind Waker HD on the Wii U, though. You can't do that on the PS4. Can you do it on Switch yet? No, it's not on Switch. Soon, I bet. I bet. Soon. I don't know. That's if it, they do like a 3D Zelda. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, it counts on how well the uh, Mario 3D. Oh, it fucking sold like sold like gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. So they'll probably do it with some of their other franchises. Yeah, it'll also be hey, if you don't get it in half a year, we will vaporize it from existence. Literally March. If you don't get it by March, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Supernatural has been great. Uh, I made some poor choices with viewing in the last couple weeks. I watched the new Borat movie. Oh, you didn't like it? I did that's, not like it. That, that's did not you like your style of stuff, movie? though. I thought the first one was fine. Like there was some like good prank stuff with politicians. Um, like I think that's honestly where Sasha Baron Cohen like really does shine is when like he's like fucking with politicians and having them go into interviews and say stupid shitty things. But this second movie is like. Literally everybody knows who Borat is in America right. now because he was such a thing. And so like there's a small segment in it to where he's like, I can't be Borat anymore in Borat's character. He's like, so now I must go off and get costumes. And he like goes and puts costumes over his costume, like from a costume store. Okay. And so he's in character as Borat dressed up as another character with Borat playing another character for all the skits. But it's like an hour and a half movie. And I would say an hour and 10 minutes of it is dedicated to normal movie story stuff. And maybe 20 minutes is like unplanned prank. Junk. This new one. Yeah. That's weird. It feels like, uh, did, I don't, you haven't seen it probably e, but like bad grandpa. Yeah. It feels like bad grandpa. Okay. I saw the trailers for that. I was like, this looks like dumb. there's like normal actual prank stuff like mixed in with it, but it's mostly a movie. Yeah. It's not good. I didn't like the new Borat movie at all. Honestly, it was, more disappointed so, than I thought it was going to be. Like, there's only one thing, and it's the one thing that like, went viral from the movie is yeah. Rudy Giuliani, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that's actually a joke I was going to make. Is like, so it's an hour of actual storyline, 10 minutes of pranks, and then 10 minutes of Mayor Giuliani masturbating to a 15 year old girl. Yeah. Like, he starts to get his hand down his pants, and then Sasha Baron Cohen comes out. And he's like, hey, we got to get out of here, right? <laughs> anyway, talk to you later, basically, in Borat's character. Right. Um, well, in Borat's character, playing that character. Um, but, like, that's kind of the only gotcha moment in it, um, which is disappointing because, like, all of, like, Ollie G show and, like, all of Sasha Baron Cohen's old stuff is all, like, gotcha moments. And so to have, like, none of it be that. And, like, even the stuff that is supposedly, like, pranks and stuff, except for one thing with Mike Pence at a conference, all feel incredibly staged. Borat was the fly? No, no. <laughs> it was much before that. But, like, a lot of it does take uh, place during all the coronavirus stuff. Like, it was shot this summer. Oh, geez. Um, which you can see, like, a lot of, like, Trump rally stuff going on and, like, all that kind of stuff. Because his entire point is, like, tear that stuff down. Which is entertaining enough, but it's the kind of thing to where, like, it so clearly ages itself that it's just not going to age as its own material very well, I think. Um, which, that's the kind of stuff I hate. Like, that's the reason why I don't like a lot of SNL is because it's, like, it's on the topic of that week, and that just doesn't age the comedy well at all. Right, and it's already But, like, so is South Park, so does that age well? South Park Park doesn't, I would argue. Yeah, I would say a lot of South Park does not age well, depending on what the politics in the era are happening at the time. Because, like, I'm going to say the past, like, 
three years, no one's going to give a shit about that season, those seasons of South Park. I don't think there's really anything to hold on to. Yeah, I like I really like those seasons watching them, but I think when I eventually do do a watch back on it, yeah. I think all the newest stuff is going to be stuff that I like forgot even happened. There was right. South Park this year, says Kyrie. Oh yeah, there was no South Park this year. They just there was had one the South Park. yeah, they the, had the quarantine special. Yeah, um, which was like funny enough, but again, that's going to age itself like really mm. hard. Well, yeah, it arguably was a bit aged when it came out. I think right. Yeah, like, and that was honestly the joke of the whole thing is that it was dumb to do it in the first place. Like that's kind of the joke of the thing. Right. But everyone wanted them to do it. Cause yeah. Like yeah. at the very beginning of the pandemic, they're like, Oh, this is going to make a crazy South park episode. Yeah. Which it was like a 45 minute South park episode. There's some really good jokes in there. The entire thing is the whole thing is Randy is like, man, this is such a great special. Isn't it? Like that's, it's playing up. That to sounds the point pretty. Yeah. I don't think I would like, I mean, I don't like South park all that much anyways, but I definitely don't think I would like that episode. It sounds like it's just trying to be really meta. It's extremely meta. Right. The recent seasons have become extremely meta with Randy's story. Um, like the Halloween special episode, that's the entire joke is that it's a Halloween special. Uh, and he jizzes in the marijuana. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Some South Park lands, some it doesn't. It's uh, it's on and off for me. Yeah, I mean, South Park has really always, because like they have episodes about like Al-Qaeda. And, right, like, like there's, there's episode, a lot of stuff that ages it. Yeah, like episode, and ep- they have an episode about the MMO boom and yeah, like MMOs are still big, but there never was that boom again. So it's right. already like like the MMO, like the Warcraft episode feels weird now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the fucking Guitar Hero episode too. Guitar really episode's aged. weird. Like yeah, there's like a lot of like weird gaming stuff they had for a couple seasons there, like the weed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like there was a bunch of it ages poorly. I think in some yeah. areas, like it's weird though because like there's a lot of like oh this is weird '90s humor. Then it gets out of the pocket and it becomes like just normal humor again. And it's really funny and like weird, but in the South Park way. And then it like gets into like another political pocket or something like that, mm-hmm. or like a thing happening in the day. And then it gets back out of it. So I think the last four years, cause it's been so Trump heavy, they started off with like Trump's on joke or jokes on Trump. And then they purposely got out of that. Cause they're like, everybody's doing it. We don't need to be another part of that right. story. And so they purposely got out of that. And I think some of that stuff, like those few episodes are going to hold up really well because they have their own story about like Cartman and like getting a girlfriend and stuff like that. And I think some of that stuff is going to hold up way better than people realize, even though a lot of people didn't real really like it because it was one consistent story, which is not South Park's thing. Right. I liked it a lot because of the story thing, uh, but that's me. Yeah. Um, so I think some of that's going to hold up really well, but I think a lot of stuff like this year and last year isn't. Yeah, like I, like I get why South Park does a topical thing. I just think it's kind of like not amazing long term right like i can watch like the first season of south park fine because they didn't really like they did general stuff but not like specific but this one's like hey remember this celebrity that was popular for a week because they ate an ass i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't couldn't think of something stupid that celebrity that ate ass that everyone was talking about yeah you know but like that's kind of like but like it's just like it's so like it's like a monster of the week but with real events yeah that's basically what it is yeah yeah You're not wrong yeah but it doesn't have like the most is like you can go back and be like huh i forgot when we had that weird mmo boom or like oh yeah when guitar hero was super big like a time capsule kind of thing almost. yeah it's yeah. just not as like it's something that like it's one of the things why i like the simpsons so much is it, it is a parody of real life but it's never like stuck at that yeah, well, the Simpsons that I watched being the first 
so however many seasons right, are okay. the golden era. Of I've heard that the recent seasons aren't so bad. They're actually getting up back to quality. I heard they had a, like a change in staff and a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's actually one of those things with the Simpsons too. Is apparently like with the quality, you can tell like who is one of their are uh, like whenever one writer would quit, another one would join up up with the. Uh, the fray of writers that write for South or not South Park for yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like but it, that being said, uh, one, uh, I was just like you because I watched like a Simpsons nerd basically describe a lot of that stuff <laughs> and like there's like the Al Jean era and like blah blah, blah and yeah. like Conan O'Brien yeah. and all those everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say Dry may have actually seen this because it was on a a group that we're both in on Facebook, but somebody recently told us. Uh, all right, I told the group that he had watched all 31 seasons of South Park this year right. on Disney Plus, and I. Simpsons. Simpsons. Okay, they both start with an S. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, he watched all 31 seasons of The Simpsons and did like an ask me anything about it, and I just asked him like, how is it to you know absorb 31 years worth of pop culture in just one year, and his uh, response was like, I don't think it really hit me all that hard because like it's just one of those things like they were the jokes of their eras. And so yeah. they worked then it's kind of a, a good example of something like that is like family guy was big whenever I went to job court. So like every single time an episode or every single Sunday, when an episode came out, they would make the same lame jokes for that week until the next episode came out. Yeah. Yeah. And so just like, it's a product of its time, even though it's continuously moving through time with us. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kyrie says family guy sucks. I very much agree. I would agree yeah. as well. I think um, they, I mean, like old, old ass Family Guy is fine. First three seasons opinion. are good, and then it goes way downhill after that. Yeah, it does. That's true. It's weird. It's just because the humor style changes, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's less like in world um, stuff and more of like, hey, remember the thing? Yeah. Which is just like, remember that time I met Gary Coleman at the bus stop? I think that might be an actual joke. Probably. At this point, it's probably an actual joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that time I was racist? That's just every episode. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, another thing I watched was uh, uh, HBO Max documentary on Action Park, ah. um, which is called Class Action nice. Park. I highly recommend it, actually. Uh, it goes into the very beginning of it and the ownership and a lot of things that, like, the YouTube documentaries I watched from Defunct Land didn't yeah. go into. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Well, the Defunct Land stuff on it. Yeah. Defunct Land focuses, like, on the park. Yeah, yeah. Is a lot of it. Um, the class action park stuff goes into a lot of, like, the staff at the time and, like, the behavior of the park and the ownership. Right. And, like, the first 45 minutes, I think, is mostly that. Um, how, like, it all came about. Right. Being that. Um, there were kids running the entire thing. It was 13 yeah, it was and 14-year-olds teenagers. running the entire fucking park. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I'm not even kidding. There was, like, maybe four or five adults for the entire thing, and the rest was just teenagers who would fuck off to this shed they had like on the edge of the lot and they would literally get high and have sex in there constantly. Yeah. And then at the end of every season, they would have this giant party where they got like all the tip jars together and all the like money that they found and they would throw a giant fucking party. And like, that was basically oh, what that place God. was for the teenagers. It was like a seasonal job where they just fucked each other and got super drunk all the time. Um, yeah. It's insane. And like the amount of deaths that happened there where nothing happened there was no action taken against them, mostly. Is insane. Well, I mean, keep in mind who Class Action Park appealed to. Like, uh, the, the Funkland documentary goes about, like, they had a really high, like, low-income Hispanic Yeah, yeah, that, it does go into that. It goes, like, it was mostly people who 
uh, weren't the rich people. Like the rich people yeah. weren't interested in going and like almost getting hurt or like having this adrenaline rush. It yeah. was mostly people with not a lot of money and they would go there for the day because it was cheap <laughs> and they could do it. Yeah. And apparently had a death wish. Like, yeah, like I mean, literally. Some of them couldn't even read English, so like they didn't know the rules or anything surrounding it. They're like, oh, this looks like a fun thing to take my child to. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll be right right back. Uh, you guys keep doing your thing. I just need to go use the restroom. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> this is now the E, Robbie, and Sam show. All right. Yeah. Uh, over. <laughs> we will now discuss nothing. No. But, um, <laughs> that's kind of bad that the person who was listing <laughs> stuff they were talking about is the one that left. Uh, listen, every now and then you have one of those moments where it's just like, I got to use the bathroom right now. I don't care if you're sitting on a toilet or not. Yeah, no. Um, I'm just going to look through and see if I find anything that I watched recently. <laughs> I mean, as you guys know, for me, it's a lot of really weird things that I find on YouTube that like, yeah, me threw too. me down some weird oh, rabbit holes. Here's something that I did watch. Um, There's a musician slash artist slash a lot of stuff that I really like called uh, Jack Stalber. And Adult Swim actually gave him his own, uh, like, short, like, 12-minute short hmm. called uh, Opal. And that was a really interesting thing. I don't, I mean, like, I just, I highly recommend it. It's just on YouTube. You can just watch it. I mean, that doesn't really surprise me too much because I remember David Firth, I think is his name, guy who made Salad Fingers. Mm-hmm. Like, he made a couple of different shorts like that for Adult Swim. But he kind of fits within that realm of humor that Adult Swim is known for, yeah. too. Well, Jack Stauber actually got another one. I don't know if you ever saw. I don't know how much Adult Swim you see, but um, these days not a lot. He had a he had a little mini series called Shop, which is <laughs> which was a grocery pop opera that he made, and it what? just goes through this guy going through the grocery store and like having existential crisis over the food and stuff, like. So it's a dramatic opera about yeah, like and it, it's like story. very tongue in cheek, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it; it's great. And like, like to put it in perspective, one of the things is like he reaches to get some milk, and he's like, "Wait, this is expired." And then it goes into like this song about like facing your own mortality, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, wait, here's another one." <laughs> and he just picks up another one. But yeah, um, Jack Sauber also made Opal, which is a very like. It's a lot more serious of a thing. Highly recommend for sure. Again, it's just kind of on YouTube to find. Just the Adult Swim channel has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy said in the chat that she watched Cube for Cube. the 30th time yes. today. <laughs> Cube. Dry was talking about Cube earlier, actually. Cube? Yeah. yeah Cube. Cube 2? Just Cube. Cube, Cube? Just Cube. Cube 30. Oop, I got too close there. Just, this room just is cute. red. <laughs> it's a good movie. Ooh, I mean, it's, it's definitely cheesy. <laughs> but I so bet good. I couldn't watch it. Uh, yeah, I don't think you would watch cute. It's sort of like, I don't know how to. I mean, it's a slasher like movie saw, where the like environment kills you. Thing, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I mean. Again, we haven't found like the threshold is somewhere between the thing and midsummer. We still have to find <laughs> what that yeah. threshold is. Such a strange threshold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to go back to that, uh, my the thing I was watching, um, mm-hmm. uh, the class action park thing. Um, man, why is the audio sound weirder? 
Anyway, because you went to the bathroom. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, he went to the real world for a second. Yeah. Also, um, he took over the microphone, so I'm off on the distance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like it's just absolutely insane. Like the lake where they had like the water sport stuff was filled with like gasoline because like the boats were leaking, and so if you accidentally touched the water, your skin would fucking burn. You get a giant rash. And if like, anybody fell off rides or got injured, they had this pink spray, apparently. And um, it was like this weird antibacterial stuff. Um, it was just flubber. I, don't, I have no <laughs> idea. Nobody knows what it was. It was mm-hmm. just like weird antibacterial stuff that was pink. And they put it in this weird, like, almost paint gun, honestly. Um, and they would draw a circle around you. And they said, if you can stay in the circle while we spray your wound, you win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Because it fucking apparently hurt applying it so much. Like, it hurt more than the injury itself hurt. Huh. Nobody has any idea it was in that fucking spray still. This makes me um, want to talk about a thing after you talk about this. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and so apparently only, like, two or three people ever actually, like, stayed in the circle while it was happening. And they didn't have a plan for the prize. They just told people that. <laughs> so you they, win. Like, they had to scrounge yes. up for, like pens and like weird things from like gift <laughs> shops that like they didn't actually want to like give away oh my god like yeah just it's give them a fucking insane. souvenir from the gift sh- give them a fucking t-shirt you right? win this stuffed doll and a sticky hand and, and this half kazoo. of my hamburger you win a slightly used shirt <laughs> <laughs> It has that chemical burns on the, the front blood of it. Up from the last, the last one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's didn't the lake catch on fire at a point because of all the gasoline? Yeah, yeah. And they even there. Oh man, there was a slide, a water slide that was a fucking circle. Like it was a, it was a, you know, like the loop de loop, like thing oh, yeah, you yeah, skateboarding. Yeah. They had a slide <laughs> with that. And when really they first good, built good it, idea. they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have an engineer. <laughs> to like build it and test it. They just planned it themselves and they would pay 20 bucks to the 13 and 14 year olds that were working at the park employed there. They would pay them 13. They would pay $20 at a time if they tested it and came out. So the thing is at the top of the loop, there was a little pad, but the thing is they noticed that people kept coming out bloody. And then after a while, people kept coming out with scratches on them. Apparently in the pad on the top of the loop de loop, People's teeth were stuck in it. And so when other what? people started going through it, their teeth were scratching other people going through and cutting them open. I did not expect it to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was fucked wait, up. Wait, wait, what? And yeah. Go into that. Wait, go into that so, again. <laughs> yeah. There was like a little soft pad at the top of the loop de loop in this water slide, which literally it was them. They would throw a bucket of water down and then shoot somebody down where they told them they had to stay completely still and do like the coffin pose, like cross their arms across their chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they told them not to change that no matter what. And they would go through the loop-de-loop. And you had apparently be sized up and weighed before you went in there. Because if you were too light or too heavy, you would get stuck or you would hit the edges too fast. Um, and, and you had to be a certain died. height. Like if you were too small, you wouldn't make it through the loop. If you were too big, you would get stuck in the loop. And they'd have to. there was like a little extraction hatch. But at the top of the loop-de-loop was a little pad, and they noticed people were coming out like their faces were getting fucked up, and then eventually people started coming out of it with cuts and scratches all over them, and it turned out because people's teeth were getting stuck in the safety pad, and so they were getting scraped up by people's lost teeth that were stuck in the pad. (laughs) Oh my god, no. Right? (laughs) 
You want to? You want to? So which layer of hells is Park built in? <laughs> you want to know another fucked up fact? I think it was the first prototype of the loop de loop. People were kind of like not into trying that because they thought they would die. So they took a crash test dummy. The crash oh, test yeah. dummy lost its head. Yeah, it lost <laughs> yeah. its head and both of its legs when it went through the first test. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Um, People fucking ate this park up, though. They did. It was super popular at the time. But, like, the one that was the most dangerous was this kind of, like, bobsled ride thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That was literally um, a small platform with four wheels on it. Like, think almost like a suitcase, like the bottom of a suitcase. It almost looked like that, honestly. And it had just a little (laughs) crank that would go between your legs. And you would pull the brake, and that's all it was. You were going downhill on this bobsled thing by yourself. Nothing else to stop you. You had to know when to hit the brakes and how to lean on certain turns. It was designed to where you would have to figure out when to hit the brakes and how to lean. If you didn't, you would fall off. It wasn't a, hey, you might. It was literally, if you don't hit the brakes at the right time, you will fall off this ride and get hurt. It was a warning before you even went on Mm -hmm. it. However, because it was run by 13 and 14-year-olds with just a couple of adults supervising, basically, so many of those things were just broken and the brakes were never fixed on those. And so even if you knew what you were doing, the thing that you were sitting on was broken anyway, and you couldn't do it. So people were constantly getting injured, and that is actually um, where one of the biggest deaths where a big lawsuit came from. It's not the first death. The first death came from their giant fucking wave pool that they had in their water-themed area, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where multiple people died before they figure out they need more lifeguards there. Like, one person died, and they shut it down for, like, a day or something, and then it was a few weeks later, and another person died. Like, how many fucking people have to die at your theme park for you like, all right, maybe we shouldn't send our kids to the theme park run by teenagers? Right. Like, <laughs> the, I, I highly recommend watching the Class Action Park documentary yeah. and the Defunct Land one. Yeah. Um, I think they really do go hand-in-hand hand really well, honestly. Um they go into different aspects of it. Yeah, defunct again. Defunct land is very much focused on the park itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would say class action park is more focused on like the staff and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and kind of where it is now because what used to be action park, there is a park there now. Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's run by one of the old staff members who was thirteen and fourteen when he worked there. Yeah, because he had good memories of people dying. Yeah, basically, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do want to go back to that, like, bobsled one. Because, again, like, it's the, like, you just kind of roll down on this dingy-ass scooter. Yeah. This is a cement, like. Oh, right. It's cement, and all the things that aren't cement are jagged rocks <laughs> and gravel on the Jeez. side. <laughs> yeah, and gravel <laughs> fell on the cement. Yeah, so you would also, like, hit the gravel, and then you'd fly off the thing. Uh, and there's just a giant pile of rocks off to a certain side of it, and that's where the person died at from that ride the first time. Um, more deaths happened, don't yeah. worry. But the first one, um, to where they said the rocks that the kid died on and hit his head weren't technically in the park's property, so they didn't have to fix it. Um, that's how they got away with that and uh, got through with that lawsuit and were able to settle for pretty cheap out of court, from what I remember. Um, because technically the rocks the kid died on weren't at the park. He fell out of the park. That was his fault. Uh, yeah, really fucked up. Yeah. So basically, if our ride launches him so far, he go, falls out of the park. It's technically not our fault. Yeah. So like you know, if you get like a roller coaster and it just happens to fly outside into the highway. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. They had a go kart place, like a a car place uh, yeah. on this park too, and they had go karts that the workers 
learned how to take the speed limiter off of the carts. And so they would go 45 to 50 miles an hour and they would drive them on the highway for fun. <laughs> yeah. The entire place I am. Holy fuck. It could not exist today in that form. Like, holy shit. It just couldn't. Oh. It shouldn't have existed back then is, in that form. Yeah, is it true. one of those parks that because that like created like sort of laws and regulations yes yeah actually <laughs> yeah. it was um yeah. the owner of the of action park um the only reason why he lived or uh, existed within that park as long as he did was be literally because he just annoyed new jersey to the point to where they didn't want to deal with him anymore because it was placed <laughs> in new jersey um and like all these class action lawsuits were happening against them and the state won, and they're like, hey, you gotta pay us all this money. And he he just didn't. But, like, you can't do anything with if they don't pay you. Like, you can get their bank accounts, but literally all the bank accounts they had, he just took the money out. So they didn't have any money to take from him. So he just wouldn't pay them. They couldn't force money out of him, because the, all the bank accounts they had, there was no money there. And he eventually got to the point to where the property tax was so low... And that there were so many lawsuits, they literally just sold him the property so they didn't have to deal with him anymore. <laughs> it's uh, fucking insane. I had to yeah. watch this documentary. Yeah, this sounds pretty uh, insane. Yeah, Class Action Park on HBO Max. And then uh, what I forget what it's called in Defunct Land. I think it's just, I think uh, it's just Action, Action Park. Park. Yeah. You probably I recommend watching Land. both of those so much, though. Yeah. They're really um, interesting and fucked like, up. And I again, like it's one of the most fucked up parts is watching people talk about the bark. Yeah, people have so many good memories about it. It's insane. Like, like the, apparently in the Jersey area, it was like a rite of passage that you survived getting out of there. <laughs> you want to be a real man? You got to survive a day at Action Park. Yeah. Like, and again, like it is still kind of insane what the like the most dangerous rides were because, like, again, the one of the most dangerous rides was the wave pool. Yeah, because people just kept drowning because mm-hmm. they didn't have lifeguards and the water went way too high. Yeah, like yeah. it's insane. It's so fucking insane. I yeah, I really do recommend both of those. They're they're really good. Um, maybe less depressing things I've been watching. <laughs> um, yeah, usually that's my territory. Yeah. Um, on the day before Halloween or the day after, I forget. Me and Sam actually watched WNUF Halloween Special oh, yeah. on Shutter. And holy shit, that was the most fun and nostalgic thing I think I have ever watched. It made me nostalgic for 2 a.m. television like I had never thought I could be. Like it, it, the the entire idea is basically it's a Halloween special that's on this like cable news network. Yeah, Yeah, televised cable news network. And like the whole thing, like the whole movie is like you see the news anchors doing their lame news anchor bullshit. And you get the commercials. So you get like the carpet commercial you would have seen in like the late 80s, early 90s. And like you get like the weird like, hey, come down to our car a lot like thing. But like it doesn't feel like a jokey thing. It feels like it's an actual commercial out of that era. Okay. But like in a really fun, funny way. It's really good actually. And then like Mm -hmm. the news anchor thing leads into a special eventually of one of the news anchors like going into a haunted house. Uh, Like it's, I don't know. it's, It's so simple in theory. Because it literally is just like, hey, you know those like weird. Maybe E doesn't realize. No, I mean I watched 
Disney Channel, so I didn't get those kind right. of commercials. Like, like hey, yeah. like remember those like nine news specials where they, like went into the spooky haunted house and like the news anchors tried to play along and stuff. Like it is one hundred percent that with all the weird commercials. It's on Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive. It's so fucking good. I highly recommend. It's it. not like actually like a horror thing though. It's a horror movie, but it... it's not scary in any way. Right? Because like yeah, when like as you're describing it, I thought it was gonna like twist somehow. Like the commercials get like gradually like bloodier and gory like no no the and- commercials are just the commercials yeah okay that's <laughs> interesting it really is just like watching some weird uh televised newscast and then it goes into the halloween special <laughs> and it's like grainy and everything so yeah it feels like it feels like if i went into like an old news station and like all right well here's a weird halloween special from 1989 i guess i'll pop that in for some fucking reason like so yeah. it just had a vhs of it yeah like it feels yeah, exactly like that <laughs> it's so good so so good um fun. yeah i don't know like since that's not really where i grew up i probably won't yeah i think yeah. the nostalgia probably wouldn't hit you like it hit me and sam but like it robbie i really highly recommend it. it's on yeah. shutter it's so good randy highly highly recommend it i know for a fact you will love that movie uh, again yeah. that is wnuf halloween special it's on shutter if you don't have shutter it's so like five uf actually stand for anything not probably not it's just like the news yeah just like, oh it sounds like a news station. station yeah um wrestling never understands the federation <laughs> there you go um and then one thing uh, I, uh, uh I'll go for it. can i t- can i tell a story yeah i tell a story a spooky weird true Ooh. horror story yeah. Did you go like into the, the haunted house? I always have. <laughs> it's Sam's spooky horror story. Segment. Yeah. Sam's spooky real life horror story segment. <laughs> I mean, usually you're at your work when you tell the spooky real life horror. But... It's usually a guy who brings you Taco Bell, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah Did happen. But anyway, um, it was on a podcast I listened to. I think it was um, uh, one of the guys from the True Crime or the true crime guys podcast because he has his own little thing now oh right yeah but um so like it sort of reminds me of like the weird uh the horrible regulations and irresponsibilities of places that the public are allowed to do things at (laughs) without like signing a waiver (laughs) okay what do you mean but it's um not an it's not a theme park but it's a cave because, like, caving is a whole thing, you know? People just like to explore caves. and Yeah, it's, it's fun. Caves are cool. They're dark. But, like, this is one of those caves with, like, the very small openings and you have to, like, squeeze through. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not liking this so far. People do it. It's weird. They like it. I don't fucking get it. It's terrifying. Anyway, so this cave in Utah, um, it's a, it was supposed to be, like for new cavers um, <laughs> people that people are that are sort of just starting out um, sure but this like happened uh, not very long ago 2009 maybe 11-ish um, years yeah so there's this cave and this guy went to the cave with his family um, he had they had a map of it and he sort of went on, out on his own um, that's a bad idea. You never go into like a weird place where you could die alone. I mean, it was mapped out, and he thought he was going in the right direction, which he wasn't. 
he somehow ended up in a part that wasn't mapped out or explored. Um, okay. So, so since he thought it was mapped out, he was like, okay, yeah, it's a tight squeeze, but I can, you know, wiggle my way through this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> it's nope, and story. that's how the story ends. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but anyway, um, any he, it was a part of the unex, it was an unexplored part of the map, an unexplored tunnel, and it was actually vertical. Um, so he was squeezing oh, through no. this tiny hole. It was vertical, and he got stuck. And he was stuck there for over a day. Holy shit. Um, they attempted to rescue him, and when they almost got him up, he slipped. Fuck. He slipped and he died oh. shortly after that, probably from suffocation or just from being upside down for that long because you could just die from that. Well, yeah, all um, blood rush into your head. Yeah. So they couldn't rescue him, and they couldn't even retrieve the body. So his body is just still there. Um, they put up a memorial for him and they closed off the cave. Uh, yeah, he was, I think he had just gotten married, had a baby on the way or just had a baby like the week previous. Um, I'm sorry. That sounds awful. (laughs) This, I thought we were through the pressing hour. (laughs) It's a real life horror story. Yeah, no, that's just a real guy died. <laughs> I know. It was really sad. But this is just like one of those things. Like, you can't always trust um, something maps. like that because. Yeah, fuck maps. I don't care what Dora the Explorer <laughs> well, says. Can't fucking trust maps either. <laughs> you can't trust places just because it's been like um, you've given the go ahead from like government or something like that. It's like these things are not safe. Like nature doesn't give a fuck. So, Jeez, yeah. that is awful. It is that, awful. That's... I feel like that's right up there with like how often people die doing underwater cave dwelling. Yeah, yeah. After playing Ark, I can see that. I can see why. Yeah, it's horrifying. Like in real life, underwater cave <laughs> yeah, dwellers yeah. like die yeah. all the time. Like <laughs> there have been cases to where like someone dies in an underwater cave, or and yeah, an underwater cave because he ran out of oxygen. And then they send a rescue mm-hmm. down, rescuer down there to pick up the body, and then the rescuer dies trying to get the fucking body. Jesus. Yeah. And it also brought up, like, this horrible memory of this creepypasta. It's an old, old creepypasta. Um, there's, Called like, a whole website. No, there's a whole website dedicated to it, and actually there's a movie based on it, too, that I watched, like, last year or something. I read this, like, 10, 11, 12 years ago. Holy shit, that was a really like, earlier pasta stuck with me because there's like pictures and stuff to accompany it and it seemed like super real um but it's basically just like these guys trying to hammer their way through this hole so they can squeeze through the cave because people fucking do that shit and um yeah anyway it's a horror story and scary shit happens supernatural shit (laughs) (laughs) i don't I don't remember what the movie was called. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Slender banging a rock for two hours. <laughs> no, no, that was on Pornhub. Oh, that'd be very. <laughs> <boring>. <laughs> okay, the creepy pasta is called 
Ted the Caver, if you want to. Ted the Caver. Or is it the cave? Let me see. I found just one. That reminds me of a song that I just uh, found Bro. out exists. No. No, I think it's just the cave. It's just the cave. Okay. I'm trying to find it. It's one of those. But it's kind of a spooky story. Um, and it makes me feel scared because, like, eh. caves are scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there is a song that I learned uh, because of Todd in the Shadows, a very, very popular YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about music and stuff like that. Uh, it's a weird old, like, 70s hair folk band thing that was about cannibalism and minors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, That's a real niche sort of song. <laughs> it was banned through, like, a bunch of radio stations and stuff once people figured out what it was about. Cause it, it was like, it sounded like a really happy, like, old hippie folk song. But then when, like, you listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, they fucking ate this guy. <laughs> Is this the 70s version of Pumped Up Kicks? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, Pumped Up Kicks kind of wears what it's about on its sleeves, I would argue. Yeah, cool shoes. <laughs> yeah. Good for running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Todd in the Shadows, I think it's his newest video. I highly recommend going and watching that because I can't remember the name of the song at all. Highly recommend that. Um, uh, I won't talk about it too much. I guess we'll talk about Infinity Train more when I finish it. But I finished yeah. season two of Infinity Train. Uh, it's pretty good. It's not as good as season one. Uh, I do want to have I want to have a, a fuller discussion on the live show about Infinity Train as a whole okay. once I finish it. So I guess I'll, I'll just have to be an entire live show. Maybe. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then I got interstellar in 4k nice. and I got to tell you, it, uh, looks good in 4k. It looks really fucking Talk good. Can you count each ev- yeah. individual star in the goddamn galaxy? Yeah. Also, uh, Matthew McConaughey's neck looks like a turkey <laughs> in a way that I never noticed. It just looks like really sandy and turkey. Like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> You just look at it. It's like, is that a is that a beak? You know, like when you look at a turkey. Isn't it because it's like super fold. high quality and you can like see everything? Yeah, you can like see his neck folds. They actually just had a turkey and they mo-capped him <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think anyone would notice, but they didn't realize that ten years later they would invent 4K. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of 4K and Christopher Nolan, uh, news topics I want to bring up. Okay. Um. WB finally came out and said, like, hey, Tenet didn't do good in the U.S. Uh, we give up on movies forever. Maybe. Chris Merle actually said he was really happy with how, like, globally Tenet did. Yeah, because it did pretty good globally. It did, glo- it did great globally. US That's only did, because like, everything else was open before we were... Yeah, like US yeah. It only did fifty million. Christopher Nolan is even like, I'm actually surprised it did that much. I'm actually really happy with it, and I, I think it's actually a good sign that cinemas could still exist. He's like, I don't think WB will think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and WB's like, you know what? We are thinking about how we uh, get movies out to the public. And then they announced that Tenet will be coming to home video in December. Okay. On December 15th. Um, so you could have waited. Could have waited. They announced the prices for what it's going to cost. Um, it, November 11th, I think it is. You can rent it digitally. Uh, video on demand. Okay. It's going to be $19.99 to rent. Oh, yeah. Jesus. When it comes Why? out, be, they're trying to make up their box office numbers, that's I guess. literally what it is. In December, when it comes out on home video, the DVD is going to be $27. Fuck off. No one's going to buy it. <laughs> the regular DVD. Blu-ray is going to be 35 
and the 4K is going to be $47. Yeah, like the whole high streaming, like digital costs worked really well for Mulan, I think. It did not. $30. Yeah, that's that, that was sarcasm. Oh, sarcasm. That was a joke. My bad. It was, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you can't tell. All right. So, <laughs> what I'm hearing is WD has, WB has to learn the same goddamn lesson Disney just learned. Yeah, they're shooting themselves in the foot so bad. Like, when 4Ks were only 30 bucks, which I still consider a high premium yeah. for buying a movie, people still aren't buying it because people just don't buy physical media. No, even me. And I mm-hmm. like Tenet a lot, and I really want to fucking see it in 4K. Like, I really want to. Mm-hmm. Even me, I will not pay half of $100 to see it in 4K. Right. That's and like um, Like, I know not many movies have come out this year, so maybe some people are going to pay to see it because it's new, but there's also, like, a million streaming sites that people use. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and they can get cheaper stuff that way. Like, I don't... Stuff that even came out this year. Yeah, like that was that's the biggest that was a big issue when Mulan new Mulan came out. It's like you could also just watch the old Mulan for not money extra money and, and it's uh, better. Yeah, like way better. And your um, kids might actually something like it. that drive <laughs> is very that was very I surprising to, have to, to say. I regret yeah. to have to say it honestly. Um, Dry hates anything drawn. He never. <laughs> it's not true. I love Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> and that's it. Um, yes, that. Also, yeah, no, there's yeah. a bunch of 4K uh, things being announced because uh, statistics came out about how many households have 4K televisions now. And it's like Jiraiya Archuleta. Yeah, it was just my name. Seventy <laughs> percent um, of people who own a television own a 4K television now. That's surprising. Uh, that is a surprising it. number. Um, I, I disagree with statistics. Maybe, um, but then like the I new consoles agree. are coming out: the Xbox Series X, <laughs> yeah, um, and then the PlayStation the 5 with a DVD holder with, with the disc it, uh, tray in it. Yeah, um, those are going to be 4K compatible with HDR10 and HDR10 plus. Yeah, um, and then the Switch 2 comes out with <laughs> Blu-ray with UMD <laughs> 2.0 <laughs> <With> a... <laughs> laser. Actually, if I had a laser, this would be fucking amazing. That'd be insane. Um, It'd be a large portable console. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, there's way more movies being put out in 4K now. Yeah. Even though I think, again, people really don't buy physical media. It's really just no. fucking nerds like me. I mean, um, like, there's certain like I, I honestly, I would love to see Spider Verse in 4K. That sounds awesome. It's great. I have it. Yeah. It's great. It looks I'll really good. It. No, you don't have a 4K t- nothing You have nothing that helps you <laughs> with this situation. I can look at He's it. He's not part of the statistic. <laughs> no, I'm not no. a statistic. You're not a statistic. <laughs> but yeah, like, but yeah, honestly, even like through all that, like Tenet's not going to make money in no. the home market. No, it's not. Uh, that was That's the kind of movie that like word of mouth gets you to go to the theater. Yeah, I still um, don't know what that movie's about, but. It, well, hey, either. what if James Bond, but confusing. I haven't seen any of the James Bonds. <laughs> Sounds that, awful. That's exactly. what it is. It's James Bond, but what if confusing? Okay. That's literally it. <laughs> well. Which, speaking of, like, word of mouth and things like that, uh, things of hopefully doing well or and or failing or succeeding in the... In the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> uh, I think it was last week they finally announced Quibi is just going away. Like, it, Oh, yeah, like a week yeah, and a half and ago. The... I guess I should have brought that in fucking news story <laughs> up, yeah. right? DreamWorks old... Oh, what's his name? It's not Eisner. What's his name? Uh, he helped bring up Netflix, though, too. 
Yeah, and he's Redbox. fucking. Did you see the stories? He told people to goddamn listen to the trolls soundtrack, yeah, and they're like, getting fucking fired. What the fuck? What? He like literally told them like, "Hey, everybody, you're getting fired because we're shutting down. Uh, listen to the troll soundtrack. That'll help you uh, pep your spirits up." Yeah, like motherfucker, I just lost my job in a pandemic. I don't want to listen to the troll soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking he's a, awful. I mean, like the big thing is like <laughs> if you ever look up anything about that guy, he's a shit anyways. Yeah, yeah. He's like, an asshole. Even like listen when he started DreamWorks, trolls. he was really shit. Yeah. It's just yeah, I completely forgot about that. Which I mean Quibi, so fucking Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're the only person I ever heard actually use the app, and even you didn't use it much. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was bad. It was a mistake for them to make it only usable on your phone for the first yeah. three months. It took them like a bunch of patches to get to be able to cast to your television. Because guess what? People don't want to... W- the entire point of this thing was that like on your commute to work, you'd be able to watch an t- entire episode of a television show. And it came out during the pandemic. Yeah. When you literally are in front of your television constantly now. Like, maybe there was a world where Quibi could have like, had some sort of audience, honestly. I don't know. I think even in the best case scenario, it still would have failed because I think it's just a flawed system because ultimately the way we as a society do stuff doesn't go to that. Like, you can't drive sure. to work and watch a television show. Yeah, but, like, you got to think about people, like, in cities, like, take the train or take the bus or something Right, like but, that. like, that's not that huge a market. Right, and even then, like Most, people who are taking that, it's still longer than like a ten or twelve minute bus ride or yeah. train ride. People who take a train, it's like an hour long train ride. And then you have to deal with how much uh, bandwidth. That, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many shitty factors you have to do. Yeah. Like, it just didn't work. They honestly had, they basically tried to invent YouTube again. Yeah. Honestly, but which worse. like, yeah, but worse, and in a way that like, if they were to have embraced the YouTube community or like fucking. TikTok, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Even the TikTok community or something like that, uh, which I'll, I have TikTok to talk about here in a little bit too, actually. They Very exploded. quickly. Yeah, um, no, no. no. Um, if they were to like embrace creators from those communities, like they could have had something like really weird and like maybe like on the edge of something really cool, yeah. but they fucking ignored it and pushed it away when it was offered to them. Yeah, you like, want to know a service that actually did good? Curiosity Stream. They took a lot of YouTubers who made yeah. very educational content and made a fairly successful streaming service with it yeah because they were used to like making that kind of formatted stuff and like quibi just fucking ignored it yeah it felt like it really did feel like a 70 year old man coming into the room being like well this is what the kids want right yeah like oh it felt like this such a cynical viewpoint of like a younger generation well didn't you also say like there is certain weird things about it like you can only watch certain programs at certain times and yeah they did test that out a little bit like um there were like R-rated shows or like MA-rated shows, mature-rated shows that you could only watch after 6.30 at night. But you're not traveling when you do that. No. No one's out. You would be theoretically at your home, but because it's mature content, quote-unquote, that's when the kids wouldn't be paying attention or something. That was The kids wouldn't be paying attention anyways. The kids aren't the ones using these apps. Right. So like the thing is like when I would just... When I would use Quibi, I would like watch on my breaks. That's literally the perfect amount of time for like a 15 minute break, an 11 minute episode of something instead of like a YouTube video or something with a narrative. Perfect. Fine. I'll try that out. And it worked fine. Like, I'm not going to say that the content that they were giving me was quality. It was not good stuff. It was not written well. It was not acted well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they had to accommodate being able to watch it vertically and horizontally did not work well either. It looked like shit. 
But <laughs> when I'm fucking eating hot wings on my lunch break or something, it works completely fine. It's exactly what I it's need. It's okay. It's okay, yeah. Um, but the things that I want to watch are like their more mature-rated content, like their horror stuff, and I can't do that because mm-hmm. it's only when I'm home and I don't want to fucking stare at my phone while like making dinner or whatever the fuck they think yeah. I'm going to be doing. Like I don't want to sit on my couch and stare at my phone while well, you're millennialing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like it was just yeah, it was just a fucking bad business plan all around. It just yeah. didn't work. Like um, I I don't see a situation where it panned out in any way. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to imagine. Even even if they did get the creators, like it just I don't see it working. Um, <laughs> it's a matter of uh, restricting content during the uh, during a time period where streaming is king, where you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't that, work. That still speaks to how terrible a system they had. They had a streaming service that failed during a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when all people had was fucking time. Um, speaking of streaming services, uh, first segment of I did it so you don't have to. I downloaded TikTok for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm fine if it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we're not the target audience right. well like the closest i've gotten to that is i have an app that I, i've actually been on the app for like fucking ever uh yeah, yeah. it's the iFunny app which like the iFunny fucking an- uh my <laughs> quote-unquote boss also has that yeah um, uh, that's been around for a long time like i uh downloaded that app back in like mean, 2011 mark or whatever <laughs> Did you tell me something? <laughs> no, no, he hasn't been at work. He's on vacation. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> but, uh, like, they shit on how bad TikTok is all the time, and, like, 90% of the features there are, like, TikToks that they found that were funny. Right, right. But, like, the thing about TikTok is it's literally, like, the same 10 trends and then random music I don't care about. Yeah. It's it's not for me at all. Yeah. No, it's for um, teenagers. And it's like, all cringy, like, overacting and fucking... Ugh. Overacting like, and dancing. Vomit, just thinking yeah, about teenagers. It. <laughs> well, like, yeah. <laughs> this is basically from what I've learned about TikTok. Is it's kind of what Vine was back in the whenever Vine was still relevant. Yeah. It's, it's like at the yeah, same kind of content creators as Vine. Yeah, it's Vine, but less restrictive. But like with worse. Its content. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't say so worse. Sadly, it's different. It's pretty bad. It's different, it's but it bad. may <laughs> very well make the next Jake Paul. Like, no. Here's here's my thing with it. People. I hear There's that already a lot. been some awful people on TikTok. So. It was better and like TikToks because TikToks are all the shit I see people complain about TikTok was stuff that was constant on Vibe. The yeah. redoing of the same trends, just constant dancing stuff all the time. Yeah. Like the thing I never that, use Vine I, either. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like it's just like, people are like, oh yeah, Vine was better, and it's like no, it was the same shit, but you had a seven-second time limit, and yes, that breeds creativity. One of my favorite content creators, ProZD, got his start off of Vine, essentially. Yeah, like that's and now he's like, a voice actor. Restriction yeah. can make you, can force you to have to be creative about something, right. which I yeah. think is why Vine ended up working. Because like, yeah. all right, we have to, we have one joke, we have to nail it down to the simplest forms to where it's easy to understand in seven seconds. Yeah, and so you get this like really fast, like quippy joke really quickly, and it's easy to distribute. It's really short, so everybody can see it, and so it catches on really quickly. But the thing about that is that. Like you said, it does have that copying issue. Or not issue, I would say, but like trend issue. I would, I would call it an issue. Um, <laughs> it's mostly just stealing at a point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's like that same sound effect. Like, the dun dun, like it was in fucking every video mm-hmm. on Vine. Yeah. And like that's kind of what TikTok is based off of. Is like, hey, 
what if we get this one thing to trend? And then because of that, it's honestly created music stars and has made millionaires out of people who had a fucking TikTok trend. Yeah. Um, just because like their song was featured and it got people to listen to it. Um, it's not a bad thing, I would say, but it is 100% not for the 29-year-old no. male who works at a grocery store. No, it is not for... Like, the... Like, there's... It's just an app. Like, there's a cool... Like, something that is neat about TikTok is their duet feature. I think that's a kind of clever yeah. idea. It lets the I, original creator get some credit. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. Like, some people really, like have cool like skits and stuff they make with that feature yeah, yeah. i actually works. heard uh these guys do like um a celtic choir off of it that would be cool yeah. that was it was really cool it was like a bunch of uh, a bunch of guys like really long beards and like the very celtic look to them and them just all doing like this choir thing like very low baritone type of choir like stuff like that or like someone will like be playing guitar and then like someone will do a duet that's playing bass someone will do a duet that's playing drums and so on and right, they'll yeah. make a song off of it which i think like, goes back to the vine thing too because like a lot of the things in vine were very similar but the the big content like came up on top and that's mm-hmm. like the stuff that people remember but they don't remember like all the shitty stuff yeah, yeah. like i think that tiktok will eventually get to that point too yeah, yeah. what was it it's i feel like with tiktok there's sorry Oh, no, yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, I feel like TikTok is one of those things. Like, there is some gem, like some diamonds in the rough there, but you got to go through a lot of rough in order to get to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a lot of rough. Because it's one, like, a big thing I was going to say with Vine is like something that really encapsulates the entire, like, I thing around Vine is the what are those Vine? Yeah. Because one, yeah. I just thought that was stupid from the get go because I don't, I don't get it as a joke. Wait, what is like, what? What are, what, just, are, what are those? Okay. The what so, are those? Yeah, someone's like filming a cop. He's like, hey. And then he like goes down to look at his shoes and he says, what are those? And that's the joke somehow. Because like, hey, what are those? They're shoes. Yeah. My chunk clothes. Um, but like that. But like that was copied by everyone. And like. Including Marvel. Yeah, like it was a running joke for I think like six Marvel movies, to where like the oh. quote unquote, like the youngest person in that movie would make a reference to that joke. Yeah, and again, like it's not a joke. Everyone just copied it. It was all derivative, and that like encapsulated Vine for me. It's like yeah, you could have the original, and then everyone fucking copies it. And sometimes people are clever. There was like a dumb thing where someone like had the opening to Jurassic Park, but like vocoded so it's like what are those and like as the dinosaurs are the shoes and like that's stupid and hilarious at the same time that's just really dumb yeah and like i can appreciate dumb humor like that yeah but like i don't know like again it's one of those things that people like the things people shit on are often things that are just problems with the internet because the internet also has rampant content stealing problems derivative things and just unfunniness yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I and I'm not saying like you can't shit on Vine and TikTok and all that. I think that's fair, ultimately. And I'm not saying TikTok's good or anything. It's just like, it's it's weird to me how like rampant these like hate boners for these things. And I'm not like I'm not saying you have it and it's really a big like. It just happened. I just had this like conversation in my head for a long time, basically. <laughs> but like. <laughs> It's just like I don't know. It's weird. Like, like literally, the reason why I tried it out is because I had this very old man mentality about like new platforms and stuff. Like, it's the reason I don't have an Instagram and like a Snapchat and stuff like that. So, right. like, eh, it's the new thing. I don't care. 
Um, but like that's why it took me so long to get on Twitter because I had like that old man mentality about it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna try TikTok while it's like the hot thing still. I'm gonna see what's up with it. And it just it's not for me. No. Like it's just I'm not the fucking crowd for it. And to yeah. be fair, like I someone have... who actually is the sorry, go ahead, Sam. I said I also have that old man mentality. But I do have an Instagram and I have a Facebook and I have a Twitter, but I have never used it in my life. Twitter's fucking <laughs> garbage. Like, I'm gonna say Twitter's I made it like Twitter's... forever ago and I've yeah. never used it. Twitter has like I don't all it. of the I bad parts of the internet. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, therefore it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is an old man mentality. But I was gonna say to like I guess kind of push on to that. It was like I guess one of the crowd are people that it appeals to is like my eleven year old nephew because he's on TikTok all the time now. Yeah. Because it's like, haha, funny yeah. dance. Well, yeah, like it's a quick little thing. Like they can just like watch it and then like get back to their their fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Go back to doing but... Zimmer things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but like the thing is, like a twenty nine year old male again. Like, I, I just if I'm gonna watch something or like do something, I just want to fucking do it. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to like sit here and scroll through a social media is basically what it is, and like watch thirty second videos of a bunch of people dancing and like a weird prank and then like some weird comedy sketch and like a bunch of people dancing and a weird prank mm-hmm. and like all being in like the same style. Like it's just not for me. Like it's not the kind of thing that I want. Like if I'm watching something, I pretty much know I want to watch a thing. Right. Like I don't want to just. I'm not bored sitting in the living room with my earphones in while my parents watch a fucking nature documentary is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, how can I pass these two hours that I need to get through? Right. Like I'm, I'm not like in the obligation of like my parents get mad if I'm not in the living room. So I have to fucking do something on my phone. Like I'm not in that fucking demographic. Like I'm an adult and I can just do the fucking <laughs> thing I want to do. So I guess Which the end all is yeah. we're old. <laughs> yeah. It comes down to, Hey, yeah. guess what? We're fucking old. <laughs> I used to be hip. I used to be cool. And then they changed what cool are. I, I used to be with it. Then they changed what it, it was. was. Yeah, yeah. It'll soon happen to you. <laughs> I was like half right. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um, and then the last uh, news story is, I honestly think it's a pretty big one. Kind of. It's kind of big. Kind of, sort of. Ultimately, maybe uh, is the right move that should have happened before it even started. Um. Johnny Depp is no longer going to be a part of the Fantastic Beasts films. He is, for people that aren't in the know, he is Mr. Grindelwald, uh, the villain of the Fantastic Beasts films. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard, um, I heard Johnny Depp was retiring. Um, I heard different. He's not retiring as an. He's not retiring as an actor, but he lost uh, a libel case in the UK against Britain's Sun newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, that implied that he was beating his wife, or ex-wife, Amber Heard. Um, uh-huh. Which some of that like depends on what side you fall on, but it seems like it was uh, they were both kind of abusing each other mentally and physically, honestly. Um, a lot of people seem to be taking one side or the other, but I think it really was both of them were really, really shitty to each other. Um, maybe Amber mm-hmm. Heard more to Johnny Depp, more than, than Johnny Depp was to her. Um, they were both awful, though. It was, it was, it was co-abuse i'm gonna say um it was one of those they should have never been together to begin with situations yeah yeah. um but he lost the case of libel against them because they called him a woman beater and he sued them for libel because he's like hey i'm not a woman beater and then uk courts came along and they're like uh it's not illegal to call you a woman beater sorry (laughs) um uh randy says in chat a way toxic relationship yes 100 super toxic very 
Uh, very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in the 90s anymore. No, no. Um, yeah. And then once he lost this libel case with the newspaper, um, WB came out and they're like, hey, we want you to resign. Uh, we don't want you involved with the project anymore. Your drama at this point. We don't need any more negative press for any Harry Potter related things. Mm-hmm. We already have the fucking writer and creator. We don't need you mm-hmm. on top of it. Um, yeah, and they asked so him to like resign. The... And he so did. This would be like the first time in a long time where he's not doing any franchises or anything, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly think this is... I, th- I honestly think this is going to be good for his career in the long run. I think maybe mm-hmm. he'll take a break, fucking figure his life out, hopefully, and, and come back, come, come back with something fresh, something not uh, basically his Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow, yeah, character. yeah, he'll be the Willy Wonka Johnny Depp. Yeah, no, even Disney said they don't want him uh, as Jack Sparrow anymore. Honestly, Were they, they said they make a movie. They've made a bunch. They made a bunch of Jack Sparrow movies. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah, they can. They uh, they had a script ready and. Um, for a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. No. And they said, hey, uh, we actually don't think we need Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow to continue the Pirates world. So we're done with him. Okay. Um, because of all the stuff that's happening. Um, and so he literally isn't a part of any franchise or anything right now. I just, where, where did that come from when I was like, oh yeah, the Willy Wonka Johnny Depp? Because he know. was Willy Wonka and like the. <laughs> no, but he went like straight to Jack's, to like Pirates. And I was like, you're like, yeah, Disney doesn't want. It. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I don't he's know. always they been Willy Wonka. <laughs> he's always been the Tim Burton like um, poster boy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I honestly um, wonder if he's gonna lean into like the next Tim Burton project super hard. I wonder if he'll do that. Actually, maybe not, because Tim Burton's a fucking Disney hack now. He fucking he just works for Disney. Yeah. The last thing he did was Dumbo. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. he did that. I yeah, that he did that. that Weird. Was Those don't count. Playing. It was <laughs> Those bad. aren't real movies. He fucking did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he lost that libel case. He was asked to resign, and so he did. And so they are recasting uh, Grindelwald, which fucking honestly, he was a bad choice. In the first movie, he was the last 20 minutes like, gotcha, it actually wasn't this actor. Um, because let me. I literally don't yeah, remember his um, character. He's like, <laughs> I'm blanking on the guy's I'm name Wald, now. I use magic. Well, no, because he had a different actor playing nope. him, and then they just changed it to Johnny Depp at the last 20 minutes. And yeah, they're yeah. like, "How come they just couldn't make this first actor that they had just make him look older?" Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, huh. it was played through with Colin Farrell through the whole movie in the last like 15 minutes. He like, but you're not actually this guy, and they fucking take a fake mask off him, and it's like you were Johnny Depp the whole time. Well, so honestly, it's basically like, so it's basically basically like the imaginary of, of Doctor Parnassus because yeah, Heath yeah. Ledger died, so they had to like work around that. So they had a except whole for like actors. that was the first movie, like that was the planned plot for the first movie, and so oh, now really? fans are like, hey, just fucking bring Colin Farrell back. Yeah, like he was already that character. I would love if they just reversed it again and they were just pulled off a mask <laughs> again. <and> you were. <laughs> Actually, actually, him. What? <laughs> double plot twist. Yeah, Dumbledore's like, ah, oh, my old friend Colin Farrell. <laughs> I don't. I, I think he's young. I don't know why I give him like an old man Dumbledore voice, but um, but yeah. So like, they mean? have to recast that and shoot a bunch of stuff from the third movie that they're filming right now. Um, as much as I like the Fantastic Beasts over Harry Potter itself, just because like it's a more Dower yeah, 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 yeah. tone and more. You're an old fuddy duddy. I like yeah. more fighty magic stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuddy duddy. Um, 
Can't say I'm a fan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see anything going past the third movie. I would be shocked if WB actually produces the five planned films. Uh, like you are, like they were saying, you already got all the shit because of J.K. Rowling being yeah. a terrible person. And yeah, just like adding on to that. And I, th- I think people are kind of over the Harry Potter craze. Even like, I think it was already dying down yeah. when Fantastic Beast one. For sure. And like honestly, Fantastic Beasts 1 was like fun for half of it, but there was no story. It felt like plotless and plotting in a lot of ways. I mean, um, you could argue that's kind of pretty on par with the Harry Potter series. But like more. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, like and it was like cute and like the actors are really good in their roles. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Crimes of Grindelwald is fucking like it's just good. It's way better than the first one. It feels like it has a point to everything that's happening in it. Mm-hmm. Um I, as much as I like the Fantastic Beast series, like I just don't, I can't imagine them making a fourth or a fifth like it was planned. Yeah, um, just because of all the production woes and fucking J.K. Rowling and fucking everything going on with it. So production woes ro- and people just being bad people in real life. Yeah, yeah. basically, basically. Um, yeah, like Fantastic Beast has been going through the fucking ringer. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was it. That's the last news story I had. Yeah, uh, I guess I got a random news story. Uh, Ooh. There's a Tom and Jerry movie coming out. <laughs> mm, oh my god, I learned a thing from Liz recently. What's up? Tom and Jerry's original ending? They just okay. like fucking sit on a train that's track not the and die? Ending. That's the ending of an episode, but yeah, it's not actually an ending. Yeah, that's just an episode series. that they had. That's just an, uh, it was, I, I think I read the same article as Liz. It was considered to be the darkest episode. I didn't realize I was in a room full of fucking Tom and Jerry historians. Liz, no. I have seen <laughs> like, each episode of Tom and Jerry three times probably. So you know whenever my mom would work and my sister would be like, I'm not dealing with you. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And they'd leave me home alone. Yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry reruns ran a lot Tom and Jerry time. was there for him when yeah. his sister wasn't. <laughs> and mouse games were there i know like <laughs> yeah I've, I've just it's one of those things it's like internet rumors spread so much that i like get kind of exasperated whenever i hear one it's i i sorry that i just took it out on you immediately i was like oh my god this again no but like yeah. it is going to tom and jerry fuck you no it is, it is an ending to an episode and yes it's a dark ending super fucking dark. but like tom and jerry also just had dark endings there was one where like Jerry and his cousin that only appeared in that episode, like, were stuck in a bottle where if they moved the cork, a gun would shoot them. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you were just allowed to it do that back then. a different time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> back when you could just shoot people. Back when you could have it's Hitler and Donald Duck. that's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Tom and Jerry's gonna get a movie. It's like half live action, which is kind of mm. whatever. It looks more kind of like uh, Roger Rabbit half live action versus, like, Smurfs half live action. If that hmm. makes sense, it's still 2D animated. Okay, I like that. So, uh, so it's gonna be like 2D animated with like real people. So it's gonna be like around. Space Jam, kind of. I think. Okay. I don't know why they're doing that. Um, I don't think there's been a good Tom and Jerry movie, quite frankly. Yeah. Also, uh, good night, Randy. Uh, night, Randy. She says I'm old and can't stay up this late. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, it's past my bedtime yeah. too. But I just felt like talking about Tom and Jerry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Randy. <laughs> this yeah. one is running a little bit longer than our usual episodes. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But uh, yeah, so that looks kind of neat. I, I'm very episode. like cautiously optimistic. I don't think it'll be good. I think it'll be okay at best. But you know, honestly, my fucking... I think it will be like it won't even exist at all to me I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's most things for you though so that's just i mean i think that, like no, i don't know tom jerry's a weird one because i don't think tom like looney tunes stays like in the zeitgeist for sure i don't sure. tom and jerry doesn't really do that 
like Tom and Jerry gets re like remastered remakes all the time. Like there's a Tom and Jerry show that was like two or two to four years ago or something. Yeah, it's just like so I just don't know why. Though. Like how yeah. how deep can you really delve into that lore? Well, like it's just like <laughs> hey, cat and mouse, funny. And like <laughs> I know it's hundred years like, ago. Okay. I like this like some like fucking writer going up to like Cartoon Network execs like all right, I've been I've been playing this pitch meeting for three months. He like gets up in the office, like, "Hey guys, uh, Tom and Jerry, funny cat and mouse, right?" And just like, I gave it to him. Like, all right, well, you sold us. Like, I don't, like, I don't think Tom and Jerry inherited. Like, because a big thing about Tom and Jerry is like there wasn't like a set piece for Tom and Jerry. They could do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah, they, could, they did like Western episodes half the time if they wanted to. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't like. It's just like. No one really got Tom and Jerry like the original series did. Like after that, it like just never had the same magic. And I don't think it's like a matter of like I grew older and stuff because I watched like all the episodes like because they were already all finished. Mm-hmm. And like you can watch those and you can watch like the newer ones and it just never feels quite right. Sure, I I think I could agree with you on that. Yeah, one. like as a kid watching reruns and stuff like that, it felt different than like any of the stuff you would see. It looks a little newer. Yeah, yeah. so. That's my biggest thing is like I don't think anyone really understood like the greatness of the original Tom and Jerry's. It was honestly a nuance of the animation. It was 100% yeah. to the animator's credit like he put in characterized nuance into those that I think a lot of the newer animators just don't put into it. Yeah. Well, the thing about that too is like pretty much every single episode of Tom and Jerry it was interpretive comedy with it. It was slapstick still, but it was yeah. interpretive like cuz they never talked throughout yeah, any yeah. of the episodes yeah. so it was only if they ever talked it was only for a joke yeah yeah, yeah. and then even then like 90 percent of the vocals that you heard were just mel blank screaming into the microphone yeah <laughs> it's it's actually really jarring if you watch like the old old tom and jerry it was just a cat screaming and it just like it feel <laughs> you just feel bad because like oh no that's a cat <laughs> well on top of that it's it, it was usually like it sounded like he was legitimately in pain yeah too. it'd be like <laughs> Jeez. Except a cat like, instead of yeah. well, like one good stuff. example is like I think there's uh, like a handful of episodes where like they put him in boiling water and then he like shot straight up yeah. in the air screaming ah yeah, kind of scream like, yeah like <laughs> okay there's a lot of like stuff but yeah so that's there I'm kind of interested because like again it's weird to make a Tom and Jerry movie because Tom and Jerry just doesn't strike me as something to like really need to keep rematch which they keep trying they've been like Sherlock Holmes and Tom and Jerry and the Wizard of Oz and Tom and Jerry and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Tom and Jerry and like it's like I don't know why they keep doing this stuff but I honestly wonder like what can they really do with a feature length Tom and Jerry if they're not going to have them talk uh, I mean, to be fair, I mean, they tried having them talk, and that didn't work. So yeah, I don't think they no. were in the nineties. They actually did have a Tom and Jerry movie where they did talk. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying. Like, do you do you think that would keep kids' attention? Kids, yes. Like how young though? Uh, probably. Like, I think kids, I'm thinking maybe. like I'm thinking like up to thirteen. Okay, I'm like ten to thirteen. I think is a little iffy. Okay, because like that's again that's kind of like my curiosity. Like I don't know what they're gonna like. Is it going to be like a bank heist and then there's just also Tom and Jerry? Like, what's, what's the plot going to be? The, yeah, the, the, the trailer was in French, so I don't know what they were saying. Like, they have to have a story, right? Yeah. That's weird. It's really weird. Like, I don't want it just to be Maybe a bank it's all heist part. and then there's just also Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. It might just be wacky misadventures and Tom and Jerry are around. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I kind of want a trailer of uh, Ben Affleck's The Town. Only they just like paste on Tom and Jerry faces <laughs> okay. on all of them. So like we're joking about it. So like they kind of did stuff like this, like 
again, like I was just talking, like the Wizard of Oz and Tom and Jerry, they just remade the Wizard of Oz and then just threw Tom and Jerry in and they don't do anything. They're just there. They're while just the kind of there and like while like plot stuff happens, they just are having wacky hijinks. What the fuck? Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> and everyone's like, why do these exist? Because <laughs> yeah. they're old beloved cartoons, except you don't see everyone that I was gonna say you don't see Fred bed. Flintstone doing that stuff, but they have like Fred Flintstone versus WWE, yeah, so that yeah. might not be. You don't see like the Jetsons versus the WWE. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think WWE is <laughs> everywhere now. Okay, I think John Cena's uh, every cartoon. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's just weird because like it's like Looney Tunes, Scooby Doo, and Tom. Like Looney Tunes and Scooby Doo work really well, and like they have their duds, of course, when remaster Scoop. remake. Scoop. Yeah, <laughs> cough, take cough. And like, but like, ultimately those are like, <laughs> those are like, uh, like tried and true hold the test of time kind of stuff. Whereas Tom and Jerry kind of faltered towards the end already, and they just keep doing. I don't know. I it, maybe old man yells at cloud is what's going on here. But <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like last thing, the <laughs> uh, it's mostly just in production. But there is in production a Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog movie coming out. Holy fuck, okay. that would be so good. I think that's going to be awesome. I would actually enjoy that. That's interesting. <laughs> that actually sounds really good. Yeah, because like Scooby-Doo... You really do need to do more with the Courage the Cowardly He tried dog. to pitch them a series and they didn't pick it up. That sucks. Courage is it so good. It would do good. well. It is. It would do yeah. really well. But um yeah that was so like Scooby Doo has this series called Scooby Doo and Guess Who where they just get it's basically like those old Scooby Doo's where they just got random Don guest Nars. stars they just have like random yeah. Guest trotters yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's the point of the show and I think they kind of just make fun of it basically okay <laughs> like the one I I know they did fun with Weird Al which I think they did that in the past too actually Scooby Doo and PewDiePie. No. Okay. <laughs> but like oh, I think it, I, from what I heard it was supposed to be just one of those. And they're like, no way, there's something here. So they decided to do a movie. I don't know when that's going to come out, huh? but that's interesting. All right, and then uh, just one last, last thing, something <laughs> that I don't think anyone's going to care about. Uh, Danny Antonucci, the creator of Ed and Eddie, apparently has a Netflix show coming out based off his series Lupo the Butcher. Well, what's Lupo the Butcher? I think I showed you once. Like the only thing, it's it was like MTV shorts. And about a butcher like butchers himself by accident. Oh yeah, yeah. that was that weird. Sounds really dark. dark. Yeah, that sounds really, really dark. I'm curious what <laughs> that's gonna be. Yeah. And like, I'm glad it's that and not the brothers Grunt, his other show, because that show's gross and I don't want to ever see it. <laughs> huh. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm glad he's got work because he's he's like been trying to get pitches and stuff. That's weird. So another thing I want to say is if they brought Courage back, I would. Genuinely, this is a genuine idea. I would want them to like take on creepy pastas, like yeah, fucking like cool. Curse the Cowardly Dog versus the Rake. I don't know. Like oh, I get that, but I think a lot of the <laughs> cool stuff about Courage is that it was like original monsters. Like yeah, even when they yeah, used yeah. stuff, it was like a really interesting twist on them. That's true. That's true. Because like, to be fair, like uh, for how dark Courage the Cowardly Dog got, though, there's some creepy pastas that they would try to work in there that just would not work. Like him trying to warn um, Muriel against uh, like Jeff the Killer, while Jeff the Killer is staring at the uh, out the window, going, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." And Yusuf's like, "You can't make me. <laughs> what are you bargaining for?" And like he knocks on the door, "We don't want any." 
and then just gets stabbed to death. Yeah, he's like, no! <laughs> that's, that's honestly. <laughs> We'll make a shitty flash animation on YouTube for it. Get a million views, probably, because that just sounds like something that would. But like, I, there's something there. I just think like it kind of goes against the point of courage. Yeah, you're right. you're right. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm curious what they'll do for that movie. It sounds fun. Yeah, I really. I hope it's like Zombie Island, and the monsters are real. Yeah, like man, I really hate the zombie island. Return to Zombie Island. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, because it retcons the zombie island basically. Yeah, it makes it where zombies aren't real. Yeah, it sucks. But also, it doesn't make sense because Zombie Island's in the future and they are in the past in the remake. Yeah, there's so much wrong with that remake. It sucks. It sucks. Just, I mean, like, just Return to the Zombie Island is just kind of like one of my favorite cartoon movies and just one of my favorite Scooby Doo stuff. Zombie Island. Return or yeah, just Zombie Island. <laughs> zombie Island is just like one of my favorite cartoon movies because it's such like an interesting concept and they do so much with it and the visuals are amazing and yeah. the soundtrack, while dated, I love it. <laughs> like I, every time, Terror Time is a banger. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Zombie Island is is really good. Yeah, like that. I think that was the first time when I watched Scooby Doo. I was like, this is just good, actually. Yeah. Like if. They only like I used to, I didn't get to keep up with it, but they had a series in like the late 2010, like to 2015 or something like that. What's new? No, um, I like what's new, but that's not your jam. Oh, okay. um, it was Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, and it, yes, yes, I I want to go back and watch that because like I've I was so many good things. I was into it, but like I fell off because that's kind of when I stopped watching TV. Mm-hmm. But like, I really want to go back and watch it because like, it got insane with like Nazis at a point and stuff. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, it's, like I was super like not into it at the start because it starts with a dumb love triangle basically with Scooby, oh, Velma, favorite. and Shaggy. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the dog Velma? and the stoner and the nerd. Well, yeah, like, and obviously it was like, no, Scooby's jealous because Shaggy spends all his time with Velma, huh? And I didn't like it, and I, I know when I'm gonna rewatch it, I'm gonna hate it, but I'm huh. gonna have to like power through it because I heard it gets so fucking awesome at like the end of the first season. I wanted to eventually do it, but yeah. Um, also, Velma's just like a lesbian at the end of that show, and that's kind of hilarious to me. Cool. Looks like I gotta stop worrying about these three loves and start worrying about the I'm third so right. Surprise! <laughs> well, that Velma's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, they kind of, thats another thing great about Zombie Island is like they kind of like show like they know a lot of the stuff about the characters and it's like yeah it's like self-referential yeah that's why it's fun uh but yeah so that's that's ease talks about animation stuff always fun yeah um well we're like uh, we all have our own segments now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why is the e rants about random shit and then also sometimes talks about animation sometimes uh, related <laughs> robbie's is can he read <laughs> no, yeah, also hey, weird the... YouTube. Weird we also just like I oh, watched yeah, weird like, YouTube shit that I find. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I watched this really depressive documentary the other day. <laughs> just stuff like that. Yeah, and Drew cool. was like, I actually watched seventy things this week. Here's the here's the best. <laughs> I only best. watched seventy five things this week. Yeah. Sorry guys, here's the top five of those seventy five. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then Sam's like, I worked. 
And here's a horrible, <laughs> depressing real life story. Yeah. <laughs> also, I heard about this guy that just starved to death last week. <laughs> and you guys find my shit depressing. <laughs> all right, but thank you all for listening. This was a long episode. Mm-hmm. Man, our post credits have been going real long lately. I mean, it's been the ones that I've been joining. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, though. We're yeah. having fun. Yeah. Um, e, if you yes. want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a Facebook. We got a Twitter. The Last Ones In and The Last Ones In Podcast, respectively, most likely. Mm-hmm. You can also just look us up on stuff, apparently, now. We're fucking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we got an email. The Last Ones In Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcasts at gmail.com. Send us your favorite Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, actually, that'd be fun. <laughs> Rank that shit. Um, awesome. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening live. Anybody who's listening to the archive of this, thank you so much. This has been a great time. Uh, for those not in the know, I guess, um, we recorded our, uh, the end- our last episode. Our last episode of the normal episodes of the year today. And so next week, we're going to start uh, abnormal episodes. <laughs> kind, of, kind of, actually. <laughs> we're going to drill down on our end of the year content and uh, really, really get that to go in. It's going to yeah. be really fun. I have, a, I have a few ideas that we're going to have to text group about before we really get into yeah. it. Maybe um, I'll respond. Speaking of which, like, there's a joke I was going to say about like putting dark shit in cartoons, but my phone's at 2% right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, this has been really fun. Uh, we have a lot of great stuff going. We're going to start try and keep doing uh, the live shows. Maybe uh, at least here and there. I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to make them at least somewhat regular. Yeah, at least one between now and next year. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping at least uh, every other week, if not every week, in some form or another. Um, I'll just text everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you're listening to the archive, thank you. Uh, Have a great one. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you, Sam. Bye. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Oh, uh, Biden president-elect. That's the thing. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. night.